Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are now listening to the Cast. The number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 81 with Nunu Nels. Nunu Nels, how are you doing this fine evening? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> so yeah uh i'm fucking excited for this because i feel like we've been friends for over a year at this point and we were i think me and you both would kind of joke about you know eventually you coming on the sebe cast and it ended up it ending up just being like a total joke or something like that but no i was dead serious i really wanted to get you on it just took fucking forever (laughs) as uh yeah now it's almost august Well, I appreciate being here. <laughs> no, I'm very excited because, and also, I mean, we were just talking right before this recording for everyone listening. Um, a lot of people that listen to the Sebe cast have actually wanted to hear more of a casual person's perspective, like a casual player's perspective on the game. And so Nunu was just telling me like, oh yeah, I don't read like every single update and I don't know all the technical stuff about the game. And I'm like, yeah, I've had, maybe I've had too many guests that know the technical part of the game and maybe it's just overwhelming for a lot of people. So I think this is going to be a breath of fresh air. And uh, yeah, so Nunu, who are you and what are like, I don't know, what are you known for in the community? Um. Well, my name is Antonella and I guess I'm known for like... Okay, one thing I know I, I'm known for is, like, ferrets. Yep. Because I guess a lot of people don't have ferrets, and everyone's just like, yeah, that's the ferret person. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, okay, something I'm very known for is the whole um, the game points clip from the <laughs> game. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And I think for being, like, super fucking cringe and whatever on twitter like i'm very outgoing and just i don't know crazy sometimes on twitter let's hear let's hear a little bit more about that game point story oh god 
Um, yeah, what do you want to know? I want to know what. So, what's game points for those that have no idea what you're talking about? Can you explain okay. the clip? Can you explain? Okay. What happened? <laughs> yes. So I was and in a and, clip. When, and 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 how long ago was this? Like, just to put into perspective, because it obviously wasn't too recent. Oh man, this was like, I want to say like two, maybe three years ago. Okay. Yeah, probably like two, three years ago. And I'm obviously streaming. I'm live. I have my friend Chief on call with me. And I say, hey, I finally like realize what GP stands for. <laughs> and I say game points. And I'm like dead ass fucking serious. Like, yeah, it fucking means game points. And oh there's just God. like this weird silence. <laughs> and Chief just starts fucking cracking up and he's just like, game points, you know, gold pieces. Like, <laughs> oh my just God. so, just so stupid. Like that very noob mindset, you know? Yeah. I just love how it just came out of the movie. It's like you just re- all of a sudden came to a realization, you know what GP means. <laughs> and it's totally wrong. Yeah. I know, like, in the confidence in the video, like, is genuinely just to die for. I fucking love it. And, yeah, you are known for your ferrets. You got, uh, how many ferrets? Three? Um, I have four. A lot of people think I have three, but yeah, I have four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so what is the, I guess, pros and cons of having ferrets over, like, I don't know, a cat or a dog? Is there, like, I don't know, I just, I've never met anybody that has actual ferrets. So ferrets are like this weird combination of a cat and a dog. Like when they're super, super spunky, it's as if you have a puppy, but they're also super lazy and lounge the way cats do because they need to sleep like 18 hours a day, basically. They're not up a lot. They pretty much sleep 18 to 20 hours a day and then they wake up to come out when you let them out and just like to eat poop, like drink water. So like they're... (laughs) in a sense very easy like cats because you don't need to constantly like take them outside like do this and that um but they do need love and attention i would say like cleaning like their cage like upkeeping because they just fucking poop a lot honestly when you have four of them it's just worse so that's like probably the biggest con Mm. of having a ferret um and also the vet bills so if like you have a ferret that is sick that shit costs so much money and i have one sick ferret so she's probably run us like five six thousand dollars in the past two years that i've had her so yeah but they're definitely they're very fun they all have uh different personalities and they're just like really fun like cute loving creatures yeah they look just like little long boys just long yeah (laughs) right like like just you know cute little long rodents you know yeah (laughs) I used to have a hamster or no, we had, what did I have at my house? So my mom was against like getting dogs and getting cats, like she, because she grew up with them and she just hated it. Like she hated the smell of her home and she hated like having cat fur everywhere and stuff like that. So she was always against the idea, but we were allowed to get mice and like fish and like hamsters and stuff. So I remember I was probably eight years old when I got my first pet mouse. And I think the only reason I got a mouse over a hamster was because it was like cheaper or something like that. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's all I really know. I never really got to have any like big animals that lived for a long time. I don't, I don't really even know how long mice or hamsters live for, but it never really 
I don't know, it felt, felt like a very short phase of my life having those. And then I had fish, and I had this little water frog as well. And I, so, like, we went to Walmart, and we bought some fish, and I bought, like, a few goldfish, and then I bought this little water frog that would just, like, swim around and stuff, a really tiny one. And for some reason, after, like, a week, it swam under the rocks of the tank. This is a small tank, and he just killed himself. Like, he, like, literally committed suicide. And I felt so fucking guilty for it because I thought, like, I treated him poorly by not getting another frog to be his friend and i think he was like maybe maybe the fish were like racist against the frog or something like that he just couldn't connect with them but he's just like i was surrounded by like four other fish i don't know what happened but at that point i just was like fuck getting pets i'm just like crying my eyes out for like no reason like i just need to move on from pets so oh having pets is honestly like really hard sometimes like i was bawling my eyes out Bro, I had this really cute hamster once. His name was Mello for Carmelo Anthony, which is just so hilarious because his career just went down the drain. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had this cute little mouse named Mello, and I was just so attached to him. And he would just eat pistachios next to me, and he would literally like kiss my nose. And I was just very very upset when he died. Like it was yeah, it was sad, man. You know. Also, I hate fish. Well, no, no, I don't hate fish, but. If you actually get, like, a tank that's bigger than, like, 10 gallons, like, you know, you're hitting, like, 20 gallons, Mm -hmm. you hate it. Because, like, cleaning the water is annoying as fuck, and it's just disgusting. I just don't think people know how disgusting, like, fish actually are if you thought that you are going to have a pet that genuinely needed, like, less attention. Because, yeah, they're lower maintenance, but, like, man, those cages, like, all those rocks, cleaning all that is absolutely terrible yeah yeah we had like a really really small tank like this little plastic one. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. those are super easy you just like dump that yeah. shit out and like redo it although one time i had a um i had a chinese fighting fish <laughs> i named it vaporeon and um uh, you have to be very careful with like the water so you have to touch the water temperature and you have to match that when you bring new water in you know what i mean because mm-hmm. otherwise they can go into shock oh, and Jesus. i i put my my vaporeon into shock for like a couple of minutes until like she warmed up and everything i'm saying she like i I knew what it was Mm -hmm. but um yeah i basically like shocked my fish and it was a very very scary experience and then it just came back to life so oh my god you know (laughs) yeah no it's actually really scary how uh you can put animals into shock i mean there was this video as a joke but i was already getting fucking angry you might somebody listening probably knows what i'm talking about there's this reddit video where it's like uh i think it was a cat or a dog or like a squirrel or it's like some little animal i think or maybe it was a hamster i can't even remember the animal but the dude in the video clip had like a um a megaphone and was Mm -hmm. about to like just like basically launch it at this uh animal that probably would have killed it because it would have scared the fuck out of it anyway he didn't do it but it was like clickbait and everyone was pissed in the comments like why would you even like threaten that basically to do that but like yeah uh somebody in the comments that was a doctor or you know you know whatever the reddit person says like they're a professional with this kind of stuff like apparently most animals if you scare them or you put a really loud noise they will just die from shock Oh my god like that's terrifying i believe it and people are people are assholes and people do things for like people do weird shit for likes you know what i mean yeah i i don't get it and i don't know i i hate it more and i understand it less when it has to do with 
animals because I just feel like they're so absolutely helpless. Yep. You know. No, it's absolutely terrible if that were to like have actually occurred. Yeah. You know. Um. So you're a Twitch streamer, and how long have you been streaming? And how did you? You know what? Let's actually do a a double question. So you're a RuneScape streamer. When did you get into RuneScape? How did you get into it? And then what made you get into streaming? All right. So I actually got into RuneScape when it was classic. So I was in fifth grade. I played probably a year and a half to two years up until like seventh grade because that's when I got into like sports and everything. So I wasn't on a PC anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I played when it was classic when I was very, very young. I was never a member. I was a free to play, didn't do anything on my account. Like everyone talks about everything they remember when they were younger, like Jad and stuff when it, Jad came out. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I was chilling in Varrock sewers. Ranging the skeleton people across the fucking river, oh, like yeah. you know what I mean. All me, that was me too. You know, I didn't pretty, do any dude, intense gaming. I'm pretty sure, like, if we were to take an estimate of like the player base and just grab a percentage of what uh, of how many of those players shot skeletons across that little sewer thing, it's got to be high 90s, like high 90 percent, like right. Bro, it like has everyone to be. did that everyone did that you had to have like there's no way it was it was crazy to me when my combat level was like high enough that i went over to like the moss giants on the other end you know oh, i was shit. like yeah like that's that's how you knew when you Gangster started hitting shit. like 90 combat you're like yo i'm so fucking good and if you think about those stats now you're like holy you're shit yeah no i just remember uh like the best times were hitting fire bolts and or sorry fire strike were you just mm. hitting eights with magic? Because I would, I would also hit the skeletons with mage. And oh, yeah. when you're ranging threes and fours, you already felt like a badass. And then you switch to magic, and you're hitting eights, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Like I could take somebody right now. Like I could, I could go to the wilderness right now and take on somebody. You just felt like bro, such a pro. The confidence when I was younger, and I don't know if this is how it was for you, but going into the wilderness, you know what I mean? Because my best armor was like fucking Addy and like Rune and like Mithril. So I'm like, yeah, I'm walking into the wilderness with Addy on. Like, no big deal. If I die, I fucking die. I don't know. And now I go into the <laughs> wilderness, like, because I play obviously like l- later into the game and I'm mid level and stuff. I'm just yeah. like, no, wilderness, no. <laughs> like, yeah. you just avoid it at all costs. I'm scared of that place. Yeah, I mean, I was terrified of the wilderness as a kid i would i would sit on the kitchen table because our computer was out in the kitchen and i'm sitting on this wooden chair with the with the vent blowing ac so i'm already shivering cold as a kid with pretty much shirtless and pantsless probably because i used to walk around my underwear and so i'm sitting on sitting in my underwear on a wooden chair out in the wilderness at night and all the lights are off and i'm just sitting on the computer shaking unfucking controllably like my mouse can't even move properly. I'm just like my teeth are jittering because I'm just so terrified of any white dot on the map. Yeah, that was uh, a very terrifying experience being young in the wilderness. Oh yeah, what a time though! Because I remember like, remember when you'd walk into Varrock? I mean, into the wilderness like via Varrock, mm-hmm. and all the people just standing there. It was like hundreds of people, and yeah. in the first like few levels of like the wilderness, like just so many fucking people and you go there now from any of these like points of entry and it's just like dead (laughs) like it it, they truly were good times that can never come again 
Like, you yeah, know, we just can't. There's no way to ever recreate that because we're just older. And but yeah, those yeah. were truly good times. I'd call my friend, and back in the day, you know, where like you your home phone would fuck your internet up by making Absolutely. calls. <laughs> and so yeah. AOL.com. Like, yeah. So I'd be on my friends uh, or I'd be talking to my friend on the phone and whenever I'd get an incoming call, just instantly hang up. And my mom was always like, okay, you can talk to your friend, but as, if you get another call, let me know because, you know, I need to make some calls. And I would just always hang them up. And I was just like, oh yeah, nobody called. Like four people <laughs> called. I'm like, yeah, I just can't, can't be bothered. Oh my God. Um, I was just thinking about the fact when you said, um, how your computer used to be like in the middle of the house yeah. with access to like pretty much everyone. Yeah, yeah. So we had ours like by our laundry room, like chilling. We had this little hallway or whatever. And I'm just thinking about the fact how, you know, you could just like so casually be on your, your computer when you're younger. And I was like, I don't, it was like AIM or AOL, but somebody like linked me some shit, right? And I'm obviously sitting on my computer. I'm playing RuneScape. Like, that's what I'm doing. And I get a link and I open it. Dumb old me. And do you remember how slow computers were back in the day? I mean, no, at least I honestly was. don't. I honestly don't remember how slow they are because I still think computers are slow to this day. So, like, they Bro, were just so much worse. Back this then. thing, I don't know if my computer was slow or this was just like fucking marinating me because somebody <laughs> sent me lemonparty.org in the living in the middle of my living room like little hallway thing i don't even know what that is to be honest (laughs) should i know what that is you really don't want to know what it is okay that's good um um but basically it's just something very sexual and disgusting that i won't get into specifics you could ask me later if you want but um slowly loading on my computer i minimize it because it's taking forever to load i'm just like fuck this i'm going back to every image is just showing up like one by one you're like oh my god and um i pull it up 10 minutes later i'm like oh yeah i forgot about this link and the fucking picture pops up in just like this public area and i freak the fuck out i am like in fifth grade no no female should see this let me tell you and i just go to that x so fucking quick to close it because oh my god you know yep i feel like chat will know like or whoever's watching this listening to this will know exactly what i'm talking about when i say lemonparty.org yeah i have no idea i mean i can imagine what it is but i don't even want to ask it's it's just like an orgy basically but (laughs) thank you (laughs) no but But the specifics of it yeah no yeah i remember the first time i got caught uh looking at something on the home computer Ew. and uh i was probably like 11 or something <laughs> and i was at my uh i was just at the kitchen ta- at the kitchen uh computer but nobody was home everyone was either at like a school meeting or something or like my my siblings were probably at some sort of activity and my dad was at work or something but my dad little did i know my dad actually could see what was on the computer remotely so he could just see what was going on on the computer home from his laptop at work. And oh, my so God. I'm looking up, you know, whatever I looked up. And, uh, well, I'll just tell you, it was Playboy. And that's literally what I looked up because that's the only thing I fucking knew. And so all of a sudden I got a call from my dad saying, uh, son, get off the computer and go to bed. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how does he know? Anyway, I went to bed um, and I was just terrified. Like, I barely could sleep. And my dad came in and he's like, 
he's like son what were you trying to look up and i was like i was trying to look i was like thinking of excuses of course i'm like 11 years old or whatnot and i was like i was trying to look up gameboy.com gameboy and like you know when you're a kid and you're just like making up excuses but it's like yeah not fucking working yeah that was my uh first experience with that and uh yeah that's very uh scarring very that's that's tragic i'm so sorry a lot of ptsd yeah i think um man i i don't even know obviously i'm a girl so it's slightly (laughs) different but i do remember my brother in middle school (laughs) um (laughs) he like i think like the internet provider not the internet like the tv provider or something called my mom and told them that somebody was like trying to purchase like the playboy or those like special like <laughs> panels on tv so yeah, like yeah. bro like yeah. optimum the the provider totally threw my brother under the bus oh, like they were God. just like yeah someone yeah. in your house is trying to access these channels and like oh man how embarrassing like just being a middle schooler like caught that way you know he, yeah. he could have been like like rick with it but you know they they, they totally messed it up they called my mom <laughs> i just like <laughs> I just think, what would have life? What would life have been like if I just grew up without the internet? You know what I mean? Like, like I don't yeah. know. Just we were like the first generation with it to be mm-hmm. young, growing up with that kind of stuff. And so, I don't know. It's strange to me because I don't. I, I'm honestly worried when I have kids. You know, whenever the hell that happens. Like, what, what, my kids are going to be having iPads in their hands probably at, like, age two. Like, what What are you even supposed to, like, how are you supposed to do anything? How are you supposed to control? <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Yeah. That whole no. thing, like, the whole internet just having, like, full access to everything. And, like, there's, like, also terrifying sites as well. You wouldn't hate your kids to see, but it's, like, shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, I actually think that where we at, we, where we are at right now, um, with the internet is probably the biggest reason why mental health is on the rise the way it is and at such young ages now because i mean i remember obviously like having normal uh anxiety and like depression at a young age and everything but um i just feel the extent to kids nowadays and like suicide rates and all that for even like third graders like like what on god is happening you know what i mean and i attribute a huge part of that to the internet because these mm-hmm. parents are just allowing their children to see all of these things at ages that they don't understand. Like I tell my parents, um, because I, I have four younger siblings that are like under the age of 12. So they had asked me, Hey, what do you think about, uh, you know, Cammy getting a cell phone and stuff. And I was just like, you know, I really don't think he needs it until he starts doing after school programs and he stays late for like sports and stuff because, there's just no reason like he'll always be with an adult and then at that point you'll be able to monitor him more so when they got him a phone because he was doing this stuff they got my sister a phone and my sister was like six at the time like seven at the time and she's just so fucking bratty now with her cell phone and i i just attribute like some of that like those you know just the way she acts and stuff to social media and like being a bully sometimes because she's gotten in trouble for being a bully posting videos on tiktok that like aren't super nice yep. and i just don't think that my sister would be like that if it wasn't for the fact that she was on her phone at such a young age before she understood it and that definitely that definitely like really fucking scares me for it, her and like just everyone else 
it's also like safety wise. I mean, when I got a Facebook, I was like 12 or 13 and uh, yeah, Facebook was like the coolest thing in middle school, but every kid, I mean, back then <clears throat> it wasn't really that big. I mean, this is like 2008 or something like the internet was still relatively new and nobody really was super harmful and like stuff like that online. And I just remember my Facebook, like, I would have everything public. I'd have my fucking phone number on there public, my address mm -hmm. public. Like, everything was public because I'm just like, fuck it, you know, it was the internet. Let's, like, put all my information on there. But, oh, my God, no. Yeah. No, exactly. Nowadays, it's like, holy shit, <laughs> what was I doing? But it didn't really, didn't really matter back then. But I can only imagine how much that stuff actually can affect you nowadays to do that stuff no, when, when I, you're young. Yeah, when I um, started streaming, I changed a lot of like my accounts you know what i mean took mm -hmm. information off like blocked it he totally erased it made it something different just so that i could be less findable because as a streamer you start to realize how scary it actually is to let people have your information yeah. so you know i mean even my sister like she posts a lot on tiktok obviously um sometimes she'll like have her camp shirt on and i'm like katie do not do any tiktoks with your camp shirt on like if they say where where she goes to school, which camp she's in, because I just don't want anybody yeah. being able to find my sister. And you just don't think about that when you're at a young age. But of course I do because I censor everything in my life on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter to just make sure that it just has no personal, like identifiable information on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird how like and the fact that technology is advancing so fast that it's impossible to even like keep up with all the safety precautions and stuff you'd probably want to be involved in i don't know it's weird it stresses no. me out though thinking of like well and the other thing like when you were talking about mental health um mm -hmm. i mean we're just seeing like the most clickbaity things all time um, or, or sorry, all the time on Twitter and whatever other social media you're looking at. So you're just, your whole head is filled with like a bunch of crazy shit that's happening. A lot of like violence, a lot of like just horrible news that's happening. So that's all going into your brain. And then on top of that, there's an, obviously a lot of bullying that probably happens when you're a kid online mm -hmm. as well. And then of course, there's also Photoshopping. So if you have like body image issues, then that's just exponentially increasing because you're seeing people with a bunch of filters on their face and thinking they're perfect and it's like jesus oh absolutely i actually have this like conspiracy theory that snapchat's camera without a filter purposely makes you look like different like let's say quote-unquote uglier um so that you're forced to use the filters i don't know if this is true or not <laughs> but like i i know what i look like when i look in the mirror yeah. you know yeah. and then i see what i look like when i will take like a picture and it makes me so uncomfortable like i hate the way i look yeah. and so i feel like i have to use a filter but it's so weird because if i look at myself in the mirror i feel like i see myself more as the girl with that filter on her and maybe it's not true and maybe it's just i don't know lighting like angles but it, it's just really fucking weird to yeah have to think to yourself like i can't post a picture unless there's a filter on it yeah i mean that's a good point like i'm pale as shit and so uh like even when i, I barely ever use snapchat i'll send like a snap a week or something or like maybe twice a week but uh 
yeah, I mean, even I'll just move over to a different shade where I look some, like a little bit more tan, you know, somewhat. But, like, I don't go, like, super ham on them. But I can definitely see where that stems from if you are constantly on it. Like, you want to be improving your image. And so, for example, if, like, your real life, you're, you know, maybe gaining some weight because of stress and other issues, last thing you want to do is have your social media presence also, like, representing that. So then, like, the filters and angles and stuff probably go on, like, thicker and stuff and just, like... I don't know, trying to upkeep your uh, status, you know, on, I don't know, it's weird, but, like, I, for the past four years, I haven't had Facebook, I, I even uh, deleted my Instagram app, I don't, I don't think I actually deactivated my Instagram, but I never used it anyway, I just got rid of it, because I'm like, I can't, I don't want to be on these things, Twitter is a different thing, because I, like, just have to use it, but, like, yeah, I don't no, spend no. all my days on I completely agree. I feel like if I could I could definitely separate myself from social media without an issue. Obviously I choose not to because yeah. I don't feel like I need to. But yeah, yeah I, I use Twitter the most and very little like Instagram um or Facebook. I hate Facebook, but the reason I hate Facebook is because my mom fucking tags me in every <laughs> photo I'm either in or not in, by the way. Yeah. So like I log into Facebook and it's just like this person has tagged you in this photo and then you, I have to I have it where it doesn't go to my profile unless I agree to it because my mom takes outrageous photos of me sometimes and then posts them and I'm like uh like please fucking delete this you know so I have it where I approve it and everything and it's just always like you were tagged in this you were tagged in this you were tagged in this and I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna get off of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I had to deactivate that before I even started streaming. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna ha keep my pro. And I have a very, very unique name. So mm -hmm. it's very easy to find me if you if oh. anybody truly wanted to find me. So I try to keep things pretty personal. It's not like I'm trying to really hide anything. I'm just, I don't want everyone to know every detail of my life and then yeah. you know, be able to grab things. Because it, it has happened in my stream before. And it's like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. And you never know, like, what people will do with your information, you know, exactly. like, just the intentions and everything. And like you, I have a super, super unique name, like, who the hell is named Ancinella, you know? And then mm -hmm. when you throw your last name into it, it's just even more unique. It's just they'll find absolutely everything on you if you Google it. So yeah. I've worked pretty hard to attempt to keep my life private. And like you said, it's not because I don't want people to know about me. I feel like in general, I'm the most fucking open person like you see it on twitter like you can hear it on twitch you know there mm -hmm. aren't that many secrets about me i'm very open so but there's certain things like where my house is i yeah i definitely don't want you to know where the fuck i live <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just so strange the times we live in i don't know sometimes i almost think i'm over exaggerating the like being super super private because i never was and there's never been a problem but i think it seriously is just you going out of your way to be in the public sphere like you becoming a content creator it changes everything if you're just oh, yeah. on social media it's kind of fine to share a lot of things because you're pretty much associated with people around you anyway but like yeah. as soon as you put yourself in the public eye it's it's over yeah no i mean i like to have some personal shit to myself you know i like to share what i like to share mm -hmm. or when i want to share it um not under your terms so you know i think I value the heck out of privacy and everything and just try to be careful with what I put out there so that people can't use it against me and just so I can 
establish some normalcy like outside of streaming. I'm not a big streamer, so but trust me, I I obviously know what it's like to have creepy fucking people trying to like talk to you and get to know you and stuff. So even not as a big streamer, you just have to be careful at yeah. any at any view count. Yeah, and I also have no idea what it's like to be a female streamer in a oh, male dominated <laughs> platform. That's just like I'm a I don't even know the numbers, but the percentage of males on Twitch has gotta just be like ninety percent or higher. Like there's no way <laughs> like it's any lower than that, right? Am I crazy? Well I wouldn't say necessarily like Twitch um is super male dominated because if you think about asmr and you think of hot tub streams so many women like fill that category out that it probably oh well like, I, I meant more like viewer. i meant more like viewer oh. like viewer oh, okay, yes, 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 yeah yes. i should have i should have viewer wise definitely male dominated runescape definitely male dominated <laughs> yeah. on I mean, a stream perspective and a on a viewer perspective there's way more males out there so let me take a step back because I want to ask you this. Like yeah. when you first started streaming up until now, like basically your whole streaming journey, what are things that you didn't realize you'd maybe have to deal with or things that you had no idea streaming entailed? And it doesn't have to necessarily be bad, but like, I don't know. I think it inevitably kind of ends up being, I don't know. I don't know. I just, be, just being a female creator, I guess, on Twitch over the years. Well, I mean, not necessarily, uh, well, not specific, I mean, to being a female. I definitely didn't think I would get to know as many people as I did mm -hmm. because I feel like I have just gotten to know so, so many people either through Twitter or through like somebody's Twitch stream or just people in my own community who are just there all the time. And I think that's like so amazing to just be able to vibe with people who like the same things as you and especially like streamers like streamer to streamer is different than a like somebody who just watches people on twitch and doesn't stream you know what i mean so it's nice to yeah. just know people who can understand you from that perspective um i feel like what i didn't realize as a streamer uh maybe to an extent how scary the internet can be or how much how like depressing streaming can be or being like somewhat of a publicish figure you know on the internet because i get so overwhelmed sometimes being a female streamer because guys always just want to like slide into your dms and message you and i'm a super responsive person and i'm way too fucking nice i like to answer everybody you know what i mean yeah so i find like sometimes i end up with so many unread messages between discord and twitter that i just don't answer people for two weeks because i'm so freaking overwhelmed because it's not like i just read your messages when you guys message me i don't just read it and i don't just like answer you to answer for the most part like 90 percent of the time no that's not how it is i genuinely take the time to get to know people who message me and talk and listen and respond thoughtfully so if i don't feel like i can read your message and give you a genuine thoughtful answer then i just won't open my dms but then it starts to get overwhelming when i see how many dms i've stacked up now and people will actually get mad at me when i don't respond to them because yeah i, I don't know they, like and th that yeah. sucks it does suck but they have to understand because it's the same thing with me. Like when you're first starting out as a creator, yeah, I mean, you only got like a few people that are talking to you and it's totally fine. It's manageable. 
and then if your stream grows you just meet new people and they're interested and i'm assuming because you are just a super awesome person people probably want to talk to you and the fact that you're really nice and responsive probably makes it even more enticing to like just message you or just anything you know and yeah. I'll, I'll i mean i'll even get dms from people usually asking questions about runescape things that would genuinely take 15 minutes of my time to explain and to answer further questions and things like that because i'll get a bunch of dms like literally asking about a skilling method i posted two years ago and they're like mm -hmm. trying to go in depth and i'm like i would love to answer this but it's seriously i just can't like i'm not gonna spend i'm not gonna sit down here for 15 or 20 minutes or even sometimes 30 minutes unpaid <laughs> like answering every question of yours as much as i would love to do it if i had like unlimited time and unlimited energy but mm -hmm. like you just can't do that especially i mean i've even over the past like, year and a half i've had to turn off my uh runescape dms because like off stream i'd have like you know i'm I, again not to flex like oh so many people want to talk to me but when you turn it off for so long and then you turn it on everyone wants to like just say hi and stuff or ask a question yeah. or say and, and then the runescape dms are the most painful thing to navigate ever because you're trying to tab to people and then you start replying uh. to the wrong people and there's just like there's like 80 messages going on and you're like trying to respond to certain people and it's like holy fuck so i leave it to discord only and twitter and yeah, it's the same thing. People get butt hurt at you if you don't reply. And it's just like, you just got to understand, like, it's it's not like I'm just completely, I'm not doing anything with my life and I'm just waiting for your message. Yeah. <laughs> I got it's, stuff. It's just, it's, you have to be in the right mindset, like yes, I said, yes, to yes. be able to do it. You have to be, like, ready to get, like, in depth. If you're just having a down day where your mental health just isn't feeling yeah. right, like, it's probably not the best day to read your dms um it's not that i don't care about the people who are messaging me it's just like for for the sake of being a good person and a good friend i i don't want to give you some bullshit answer that's just like okay stop talking to me you know what i mean mm -hmm. especially because i know as soon as i answer you you're gonna respond back to me anyway yep. you know what i mean yep. so and then there's more to it it's not like it's over i finish this task it's like no you're yeah. just extending it further now. yes exactly so at least the least i could do if we're gonna have a genuine conversation with each other is actually put thought into my freaking response to you and not do it when i'm in a bad mood and i'm just like yeah okay like you know but that's also just such a bad quality to have because i i feel like i overwhelm myself i spread myself thin trying to be this personable like relatable person in the community and here i am just like soaking everyone's problems and i have my own problems and i have my own full-time job on top of part-time streaming and everything so it's just like uh, i would love to hear all your you know issues and everything and respond to all yeah. of them yeah but man it's like just impossible it's not feasible it's so it's so hard but actually i i was thinking about something that you said that um people messaging you because they want to talk more about your videos like more in depth and stuff have you thought of maybe making a follow-up video to certain like strategies and stuff and maybe answering those questions that people ask you so that you can kind of hit the nail you know on Ooh, the head that, that in would one be a spot. Great idea. yeah just an idea yeah no i mean i think that actually would be a good idea usually like some of my rambles i've even made have just been multiple questions that have been asked or multiple mm -hmm. ideas that have kind of been shared in my dms i'm like instead of responding to them which you know i could just respond to them but i'm like i'll just make a video of it and then hopefully that'll be the end of it but uh yeah, yeah i mean that would be a good idea 
I want to ask you about like mental health with streaming. Do you think your mental health has gotten better or worse just overall with streaming? And I get, and I know there's so much more nuance to that, like life in general. Like there's so many, so many complications that could just complicate that answer. But like, do you think streaming's a good thing? Do you think the parasocial sort of relationship you kind of inevitably build with viewers is like a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing if you set boundaries for yourself and others where you can make it a good thing. And if you don't do that, then you're just asking to probably have a bad time and lower your mental health. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't say my mental health has gone down from streaming. I think if anything, and this could not be related to streaming necessarily, but when I started streaming, you act actually asked me this question earlier why I started streaming. So I'll get into that with this. So I started streaming because I had just bought my house and I I had been like a CVS manager and I hated it, absolutely hated it. And I just ended up quitting my job because I just said, fuck retail, fuck all of this. <laughs> Yeah, I and I was that. just like, but I had just closed on my house. Like, uh, I'm not talking like renting. Like, I'm talking like like owning. Like, I closed on my fucking house. So, like, now I have a mortgage and I just quit my freaking job, you know? Yeah. So, that put, like, a lot of, like, anxiety and pressure on me. And I wasn't doing anything at the time because I was trying to find a job. So, I decided to start streaming because I had nothing to do. And that's why I started streaming. Mm. Now my first year of streaming i had actually that same summer suffered my first panic attack ever and it really really fucked me up um that's i had to stop like smoking like weed because of it because i was constantly anxious i couldn't watch certain shows like gray's anatomy because i started to just think that like everything that was wrong with this person was wrong with me you know yeah um like super psychosomatic and if my heart started beating a little faster if I started to feel hot anything that reminded me of like what it was like going into this panic attack the feeling of it I had to just like try to cut it from my life and so my first year was actually really really bad mental health wise because I was constantly in and out of the doctor taking like heart exams to make sure there wasn't actually something wrong with me um so I'd say my first year because of that was really bad. And if I was in a bad place, it actually was more so because of that. But then that kind of made me realize like the kind of person I wanted to be or the the things I wanted to do in my day and like the breaks I needed to take here and there, like just pretty much understanding myself as a person better, like when I need to like get away and when I'm good enough to kind of like come into the community and and put my all into it you know what i mean so i think in that sense streaming has helped me when i know i'm not feeling great being like okay we're not gonna like stream today we're just gonna chill or if i'm laying on the bed i'm like hey i'm super comfortable like i really don't feel like streaming today anymore just being like fuck it i'm not gonna stream you know like just putting myself first And I think that that's a super valuable life lesson that I've learned because not enough people do that on a day-to-day, like, basis. So something as silly as streaming RuneScape helped me, like, learn something about myself, learn a coping, you know, mechanism, 
and stuff that maybe wouldn't have been the same if I wasn't streaming. What do you think would be like the best piece of advice for a new streamer? Because you've obviously gone through streaming and you probably, I mean, like what you just said, you had kind of a rough year with the first year. Like, is there anything you'd want to change or some advice you'd want to give to somebody that's starting out that, that you feel like would have helped you? I feel like, God, this could go so many directions, like from a mental health direction or just like a, how do you become a better streamer? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess something that could in a way tie into like self-esteem and stuff is not looking at that viewer count number and also being okay with silence because i know i actually talked to um a bigger streamer who tells me that like he feels some type of way sometimes when just nobody's talking in chat and i know the feeling because obviously i go through that Same. a lot um and you start to feel self-conscious like is it me are they watching other people like am i not entertaining like what's going on blah 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 so i think what I always tell people is to try to just kind of like appreciate that silence and just hanging out and be yourself still within that because I think people could just sense when you're forcing yourself to talk because you want to drive in conversation. Um, but just like, like I said, being comfortable, understanding that at times it's just going to be quiet and it doesn't necessarily mean that people aren't watching you or they're not into your content because I find, especially like with my art streams, um, people aren't always talking, but they're vibing. You know what I mean? They're vibing mm -hmm. to your music. If you ask a question, they might answer, they might pop in, but they're vibing with you. So it's like, imagine the two of you simultaneously are just listening to music, playing RuneScape, grinding the game, and it's just like chill as fuck, you know? Yeah. And just enjoy that, you know? It doesn't need to be more. I agree with that. It's always like hard because in your head, you're trying to think of how your viewer feels. Mm -hmm. and so that ends up being like really stressful because you're like i need yeah. to do something you imagine this viewer that's just aching for some entertainment and you're like chilling like you're in a great vibe a great space right now because you've already streamed for a little bit and you have like this dead air and you're like okay let me just chill to this music but i at least for me i always just think like i gotta start being louder <laughs> or something like i gotta i gotta start making a conversation with myself which is just awkward and unnatural where i could just chill for you know a couple minutes when it's silent and just relax because i'm in a stream and honestly usually when i'm in streams i'll say hello or something and then i'll chill and i just won't type again but i'm like there watching and i'm there just like hanging out you know exactly so. like you know what i mean your viewer account is there you know yep. Yep. they're vibing they're just not saying anything i feel like a lot of people are lurkers i could either be a like super hard lurker in a chat or i could be super fucking active and you know nella shenanigans in chat yep. um it just depends on like what my mood is mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes i like it'll be so quiet i'll actually forget i'm streaming i'm like oh fuck like i'm genuinely actually streaming right now you know yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no it's really cool to like stream honestly it's like it's it's a really cool experience uh i'm glad i'm a streamer like it's i never thought i could be a streamer either i remember like back in 2015 when i started watching twitch mm -hmm. i just remember seeing streamers as like different people kind of like actors you know 
like oh they're an actor or they're a streamer like they're they're built different they're just a different breed of people you know <laughs> they're built different like you know what i mean though like it almost seems like a different breed of people it's just like oh they're content creators they're millionaires or you know i mean usually when i thought of like twitch streamers i'd think of like the big dogs you know but it's like how do they even get to that point they're just all of a sudden a streamer you know like they're just yeah because no, um i mean even in the runescape section i would watch most streams i'd watch would have over 100 viewers so i'm like oh they just started streaming and then boom they're popular so uh but no it's really cool that you just kind of dive into it and it's not easy it's not quick and everyone no, goes at their own not. pace but it's like it's really cool to just have that experience and have that community and stuff yeah i actually think people think it's so easy being like a female streaming streamer because it's just like oh yeah you're like a female like it's so fucking easy for you like first of all streaming is not easy for anybody by any means it's it it's work put, yeah it's work like i work all day and then i come home and i'm like man i gotta like stream it to me it feels like work sometimes it's not always like yes i do have fun while i'm doing it but it's still work mm -hmm. it's still um substituting something else you could be doing in your life to be on the computer or like just hanging out in discord in a voice call with your friends instead of like actually like being live you know what yeah. i mean yeah. so you're you're trading time in your life to do it and it's not by any means like easy at all and it's it's not as easy to be a girl streamer as people say it is because you have like fucking tits and shit you know <laughs> I, yeah. i'll never fully understand the argument like i get what you're trying to say like the only thing i will say is that I think it's easier to be a female streamer in the beginning to like get the followers and all that yeah. stuff and people to come into your chat, but to actually keep people in your chat, like on a day-to-day -day basis, that shit is not fucking easy at all. Like you yep. either have to be insanely good at the game or insanely attractive that people don't give a fuck, or you just have to like have a super awesome like personality that people stay around. You know what I mean? And yep. I feel like for males, it's not it's not the same you know what i mean like they're they're pretty much there for like like they're not there so much for your looks they're there for like either you're a super awesome person whether you're a noob or you're like a really good like freaking player that knows what they're doing and they're in there and they're learning from you and, and that but like that extra piece for being a female also that like there's a chance that like people are just watching you because they're like fucking hot like i don't know like, it's just yeah. stupid to me now it is it is interesting yeah it, it I don't know I think uh yeah there's like equally pros and cons to each I'm trying to like keep both uh you know sexes very equal <laughs> right now but it's like <laughs> no but you're totally right they're different but at the same time like both struggle because yeah. men just struggle like generally speaking will struggle to even take off but they don't really have that big of a struggle once they're like known there's not like you, I don't know I feel like with females like what you said, they pop off and then they have this like expectation to like keep that. And it's like, oh shit, like because yeah. it, it went way faster. Like they exploded rather than just a very, very slow growth gener generally. And again. Yeah. Well, I think like to better say what I said before, like I think men struggle with content, like keeping keep people around for content. Mm. Whereas like I feel like it's a little different for females because I don't, mostly for like in the guy community i don't feel like has gonna be like well i'm gonna stick around because this man is like fucking handsome like you know what i mean and if you're a shit player quote unquote at the game people don't want to watch you because they think that you're shit at the game you know what i mean yeah. unless they just happen to like you or whatever mm -hmm. which is like totally okay but you know what i mean for the most part you're gonna watch somebody who like 
pushes you to be a better player or who teaches you something or is really fucking good at something in the game. So I feel like men are struggling content-wise because there's so many men putting the same amount of content out there that you have to be better than the next person or you have to have just like a bomb-ass personality that you win people over like that. And like women, it's like, it's super mixed. You know what I mean? You could be an insanely good female player and you just rock at like five views all the time. Or you could be, like, a really, really attractive female who's, like, not good at the game, and that's why people watch you. And you could also be an attractive female that's really fucking good at the game, and people... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's... I don't know. It is... I don't know. It's very... I don't know anything what it's like to be a girl streamer. Obviously, I'm not <laughs> a girl, but, like, yeah. Uh, I've just... I've it's... seen things. But, no, you're... You know what's really weird is... Okay, so... Let me ask you this question. This might sound weird, but if this is like, I don't know if this is inappropriate or not, but if it was like up to watching a guy streamer or a girl streamer, who would you watch? Like if you're just talking about like two equally good gamers or whatever, like would you watch a guy or a girl? Just, (laughs) I know that switches, but like, is that an appropriate Uh, question to ask? I don't know. It's not. Like a RuneScape streamer. Like nothing bothers me. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh. For the most part, I'm going to watch guys. And this is going back to that thing where I said, like, (laughs) all right, I don't want to be like, this is not in any way, like, fucked up. This is just my preference as as a person that plays this game and interacts in Twitch. Um, I don't like watching so much, like, main game females. And the only reason is because I play in Iron Man, obviously. Mm. So I've learned the game from the Iron Man perspective True. and I, I couldn't buy anything in the game. So I've learned the game up until this point, like on my own, like everything on my own, not given to me. And I'm not saying that like females just get shit, but you know how it is. Like guys, when you start playing the game, they give you money, they loan you their gear. Like if you want to go do Jad, somebody will give you like their Tebow, their blowpipe, like, like full fucking maxed out gear and it's so fucking easy to do jad it's so much easier to do these things whereas i approach certain content in the game typically lower gear than most players would like people come into my chat all the time and they're like oh i wouldn't even do chambers of zarek if i didn't have a um dragon warhammer like why are you even doing this this is a waste of time you don't have this and that yeah so i've always done everything with like lower tier gear than most people would even do content so i just like to see that as well like people who have also kind of dealt with that kind of game play as me where it's just you learn from the very bottom and then when you get the good gear right when you like get the higher tiered stuff then you're just better at the game because you've learned it in a harder way and now you have the good gear and it's even easier for you you know what yeah. i mean and that now you can like master the game in that sense if that makes sense you know how i found your stream and Go why i like chilled in there is because you were an iron man Ayo. like i actually really enjoy i enjoy when a female streamer does things herself because it, it is it is a lot more popular for a girl streamer to just take donations and stuff like that and then just like sit yeah. and exchange and like do nothing in the game and it's like all right but, yeah stand at the stand at the g <laughs> yeah, like hand out bonds like, take follow, money follow and people I just and want, shit, like, yeah, yeah please just like for anybody listening i am not saying that if you have a main game account that you can't be like a good female at the like the game that not at all am i saying that because oh my god 
we have some amazing women on the platform who are so fucking good at the game and it's not an Iron Man account. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you still fucking learn the game, the skills. It's just, for me, I I just enjoy getting everything, like, on my own. You know what I mean? And not having to buy it and starting at a lower, like, level than being able to, you know, get the good gear. Yeah. You know? And let me but also just... just state, like, that was just my opinion. And probably a lot of it stems from me being an Iron Man as well and just loving Iron mm -hmm. Man mode. So, yeah. It's not yeah, to say everyone yeah. feels that way. No, 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 no. Absolutely. In fact, the numbers show the exact opposite. It would be, <laughs> yeah, like, anyway. Um, here's a question from Oreo, actually, just kind of moving on topics. We can go back to it if we want. But mm -hmm. Oreo asks, if you snack slash eat on stream, what is the go-to never fail food slash meal? Like, snack-wise? I guess I'm gonna so, yeah. yeah. Snack-wise is 100% goldfish. I'll be like. blasted um, I actually don't like flavor blasted as much as I like the regular ones. I don't even like the goldfish that much, to be honest. So, really? Yeah, no, gold I love goldfish so much, and I like the colorful ones because they taste the same. I'm not super into, like, you know, the Parmesan yeah. and the flavor blasted and all that. Like, I'm an original girl, like, it's OG as fuck, and then sometimes near my stream, I'll have, you know, the big bucket of goldfish, like the big carton. milk carton-looking yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that like sometimes almost religiously like lives near my desk not right now actually i guess i ate all my goldfish but mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely a snack that i love and meal wise uh hate to say it but like fucking taco bell my chat knows how much i love taco bell taco bell used to be so good i maybe it's just the restaurants around here that are just horrible quality but like every fast food around here kind of sucks ass I mean, they just yeah, don't put much great. effort in. I, Taco Bell used to slap, and maybe it was just because I was young and, like, anything that was greasy and just super salty was just fucking delicious. Yeah. I pro that's probably actually what it was, me being a child. But, like, nowadays, oh, my God. It's like every Taco Bell burrito I get is already warm. It's not even hot anymore. The cream's all on one end. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> like, fix your burrito. They're not even grilled either. They're just, like, this sad-looking cold tortilla at this point. It's like, dude. Picture. Taco is not that bad, at least. Like, it's bad I, here. I enjoy it. I think the thing that was popping about Taco Bell back in the day, at least mine, had the um the Pizza Hut with it, so oh, you could shit. go between like yeah. Pizza Hut or Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell. And there, I'm sorry, an actual Pizza Hut store does not do justice to fucking Taco Bell Pizza Hut Express. You know, where it's yeah. just like you can only order four things. You can only get either the plain pizza, the pepperoni pizza, the signature pizza, or the breadsticks. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. No more choices. And it was phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. Uh yeah, I actually got rid of snacks by my desk and stuff. And I I never eat on stream. Like if I am doing a long stream, which I'm planning on this Saturday, I'm doing a 24, fuck me. I'm just like, oh, I, 24 hours. Look. Have you ever done a 24 hour? Yeah, I have. They are <laughs> hell. I hate Twice. them. I think I painted your painting during a 24 hour. How do you feel at the last four hours? Do you just like hate yourself? Like you're I not, get so you're tired not even and cranky. There. Yeah, you're my eyes are shutting. There, but you're, you're not mentally there. Yeah. It's, it's rough i tell people that um you get tired around 15 hours and that 18 hour mark like really starts to like fuck you up man oh like, yeah, yeah no. oh it's it's so bad for me i struggle like i need my sleep i get nine and a half hours of sleep a night 
Like I literally do. Like it's my that's my natural thing without setting an alarm. Like I will I don't know, regularly get nine and a half hours of sleep. I've noticed. Oh my god, you are so good. I get like if I get six hours, I'm lucky. <laughs> I don't know what's better. Like, obviously, I've heard a lot of studies and stuff that are saying the more sleep, the better, um, which I agree with, I guess. But sometimes I'm like, damn, like, it would be kind of cool to get used to maybe seven hours and then, like, just have more time in your day because, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like my day is shorter because this has been a thing for, like, all of this year. I've been getting almost 10 hours of sleep every single night. Jesus. Oh my god, I feel like I would be so groggy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not though. That's the thing. I'm like perfect. No. I like wake up really nice and I never I never wake up in the middle of the night either. Oh my god. Like I'm like a beauty sleeper at this point. It's really nice. And I honestly, I have exercise to um thank for that, I think. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Like that just that puts you asleep. Hard. It puts you asleep mm-hmm. like a baby every if you as long as you're pretty consistent with it. Yeah, which no. I did, oh which I wasn't consistent with in tw- in 2021 and 2020. I, yeah, I slept like shit. I slept yeah, like no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get like six hours. Uh, nine hours is maybe like once a week, like Friday into Saturday or Saturday into Sunday. But like usually I wake up super groggy. I feel like I've wasted my day at that point because of how much I sleep. And I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. I'm more of a six to seven hour kind of person. But I do think they say that like, when you're young and when you're older, I think you're supposed to get more sleep. And then somewhere in that middle age, I think less is good for you. I don't really know. I know it depends on your age, though. But that also could be completely bullshit because every person is different. Yeah, every person is different. But I've definitely heard, like, when your brain's growing, like, for men up to, like, 25, you really should be getting, like, eight hours. Oh, yeah. Like, just I feel like when you're in school, wise. like... If you want to, like, learn better in school, you definitely need to yeah. eat a like, good if, breakfast yeah. and have good sleep. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, when I started streaming, I I was trying to keep up my, like, healthy routine because I built up some good habits in college, and then I slowly let them slip away where I just became this lazy sack of shit, um, which is really convenient to get into when you're living a bachelor life and you're just, like, have no fucking responsibilities, hardly. And and when you're a streamer. Yeah, exactly. No responsibilities. (laughs) He's like, uh, no one one to (laughs) answer to whatsoever. Who's this guy I'm thinking of? Is it Skankunt42 from South Park? (laughs) (laughs) Do you watch South Park? uh, I mean, I've seen plenty of episodes. I was never, like, a regular watcher of it, though. Oh, no, wait. Is it, no. Okay, Skank Hunt 42, I think, is one of the one of the kids, like, dads. But I'm thinking more so of, like, there's, like, this overweight guy who's just, like, on the computer all fucking day. That's just, like, what yep, I picture. Yep, yep. <laughs> now, that was me um, for a bit. And, like, I would constantly go through these ruts of, like, okay, I got to get back into shape. Like, I got to get back. I got to get my shit together, you know? It was constantly the same. I swear it felt like every two weeks. It was every two weeks I'd have this huge motivational wave that's like, all right, time to get your shit together, man. And then that would last for like three or four days. And then <laughs> yeah. a week and a half of total dog shit again. And then I'd relive that whole motivation thing again. I was like, can I just get out of this rut of just constantly being motivated every like twice a month and then just like going to total degeneracy again for the 75% of it? Like, so. I'm like that too. I like. I'll start off really good and then something will interrupt my flow. Like recently I went on I went on vacation. Like I had my birthday stream and everything. Um Happy and then birthday. I went on a, Thank you, thank you. Uh, I had like a a mini vacation. I went to Hershey Park and then getting back into the groove of like 
going to the track every day was terrible and then now i just went on vacation uh to maine for like four days i got back on what day did i I got back on like wednesday i still haven't gone to the track and it's fucking tuesday (laughs) like yeah i I gotta i gotta get there again it's so hard though i'm like yeah maybe tomorrow yeah i've been in a really good place like the past few months mainly because i haven't had anything that's been fucking my schedule up like, I don't yeah. have any, like, vacations or anything, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And so my schedule has been very consistent, and I just know what my day is. It's like, do I stream or do I not stream? That's, yeah. like, the hardest question for me. Like, I know it's a very oversimplification of my life, but generally that's pretty much what I, I mean, think. But uh, as a full-time streamer, I think that's super, like, valid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I could always be doing more. In fact, this is really funny. Uh I was talking to my dad because I barely get any social interaction outside. In fact, like none, basically. Yeah, zero. <laughs> yeah, I just realized it's zero. So I get no human interaction, like actual human in-person interaction besides my brothers and besides the occasional like person that comes by or whatever. But uh, I don't have any friends out here because I grew up in Oregon and I live in Alabama and I moved to Alabama as a streamer. And so like I just never got outside. So my dad was like, my dad was like, you should go get a part-time job and just work for like 12 hours a week and just like meet, just be it, be an excuse to just meet some people, but don't even take the job seriously at all. And don't even worry about the pay or what, whatever, you know, just, just go there for some (laughs) like interaction. Actually, that's actually such a good idea. If that was me, if I was you. And not because I'm biased or anything. Um, I would totally do something with animals. You know what I mean? Like oh, even, I if can't. Just, even if I, it's just volunteer. I could. I'm, I'm I'm so allergic to cats, oh, and I'm allergic fuck. to animal fur in general. I think. Man. Dude, if I go to a Petco or some sort of pet shop, I start sneezing when I leave. If I'm in there for more than like five minutes. Damn it. Yeah, it's bad. It sucks. All right. Well, maybe something else that's just like volunteer. And not necessarily even paid. I mean, yeah, you know, no, you, that would you, be cool either too. way. No, I feel like volunteer seriously. would be so much more fulfilling for your soul. No, I mean, volunteering would be amazing. I would want it to be uh, because, like, I've volunteered at, like food banks and stuff before. Oh yeah. And like food banks are just awesome because they're a cleanly environment, so you're not just like picking up shit and stuff all day. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, like that's just not what I would want to choose my time doing. But doing volunteer work is totally cool as long as you're just, you know, having fun and just. Yeah. Hanging out with some new people that are also volunteers. I just feel like a job would be more consistent to like really get to know a person. Like if you have like a coworker. Because volunteering is like a hit or miss, like who's going there or whatnot, you know? But you're true. you are right with the volunteering being a huge variety of people. Yeah. That you would I mean, there also might be people who constantly volunteer. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, the, that's those true. are the people Regulars. that you would no, yeah, I've like been those to be a regular. Yeah. yeah, a regular no, you're, save. You're totally right, though. I mean, <laughs> there's so many, like, I don't know. There's so many things I could do around my city and stuff. Just, like, yeah. meet people. And then, but I just don't. I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? Maybe, like, maybe on, like, the third volunteer or day of work, you'd be like, yo, so do you play RuneScape? And they'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck is RuneScape? Like, and you'd be like, I'm never, not your never mind. Anymore. I'm not your friend yet. <laughs> Like, man, I ruined the social interaction trying to bring RuneScape into it. Yeah. Now, you know what is cool, though, is, like, I, I remember being ashamed of uh, letting anyone know I played RuneScape. 
And to be yeah. honest, it's not like I've had any practice or any uh, experience with talking to any new people about it. So I guess I don't really know. But I have a, I have a feeling that I am not ashamed to like say I play RuneScape. You know, I feel like you should be. I mean, um, I'm actually good friends with Travis Forty Two, obviously, yeah. and um, King. King, seriously, love him so much. Um, but I remember talking to him once, and he just kind of like told me that he had a like a girlfriend that he didn't want to tell like that he played runescape because he was so i don't know if it was i don't remember if it was like embarrassed but i think he just didn't want her to know that he played video games and i was just like you 100 percent like need to be in a relationship where you're just like not hiding yourself like at all from a person because they just like can't accept you for what you are like who you are what you do they're just like literally not worth having you know what i mean like and especially if RuneScape is such a big part of your life, or not necessarily RuneScape, but, like, gaming in general, like, you have to be with somebody who is totally understandable yeah. of that. And there is somebody out there who will be, like, even if they don't necessarily play video games, is understanding of, like, you want to be hanging out with your guy friends online for, like, two hours or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you you need that for your own mental health also. Yeah. No, I totally agree you should de- why, why would you i don't know i just feel like that's like the most toxic relationship to like the a thing you do a large portion of the day you have to completely hide or you have to be like ashamed yeah. of like what kind of fucking relationship is that like that would I'm be like, so I'm, exhausting like i can understand in a situation where a guy is playing runescape because they're depressed and that's how they like get their I don't know if that's how they cope with it or something and they want to quit like that's their objective and so they get a girlfriend and the first time meeting he's trying to hide it because he's trying to quit or something like I can understand that but if it's general like genuinely going to be a part of your life and you understand that Mm -hmm. there's no reason to hide that yeah no you just I'm sorry you just can't be with a person who's not going to be like hey yeah you can play video games it's just not going to work you're not going to be happy they're not going to be happy so what, what do you want to like resent each other in 10 years because <laughs> yeah you know and that's just i mean that's just like a small problem if that's one small problem in the beginning of your relationship just think about how that transpires like over time because then that's just going to be the general like way like dynamic of your relationship you know what i mean like yeah. people sacrificing things for the other person but feeling like upset about it and then like like negatively feeling towards their partner at some point you know what i mean because you you didn't tell them how you felt or you decided to be with somebody who just didn't understand you for who you were i mean like in in the deepest sense or or the silliest sense of like runescape and gaming you know Mm -hmm. yeah it is interesting i i don't know runescape i mean just saying the word runescape is pretty cringe i'm not gonna lie (laughs) if you're just like i play runescape like what the fuck i play dungeons and dragons you know it's just like socially i feel like people are like socially as well like used to just making fun of nerds i don't know at least that used to be the thing i think i don't think most people and their adults really care anymore but when you're growing up you know doing nerdy things is not something to be proud of yeah i was always known as the nerd though so i guess but you embraced it you're you're more of an independent individual and you could just like take it but like a lot of people are very self-conscious about like who they are because they don't know who they are when they're young and so they try to fit in with a lot of things you know you do seem like a very independent person actually i don't like obviously we've never met in person but 
everything I know about you, it seems you seem very like you're true to yourself, which is a very good trait to have as a person. I, I try to be. I feel like um, I I can also very much not be at the same time. It depends on what, but I think from like knowing myself and from a responsibility standpoint i'm super independent because that's kind of just how i grew up in life you know mm -hmm. my parents weren't really around a lot so i was alone and so i kind of had to like grow up without i wouldn't say like without parents because i don't want to you know make it seem like that but just that aspect of kind of learning things on your own and dealing with things emotionally on your own because your parents didn't understand you or they were very i don't know like my mom is like super fucking christian and so just so many rules what they want you to do what they don't want you to do and you just you just don't feel like you have a relationship with them and then the fact that like my mom worked all the time literally as a single mom so she was never home and then my dad like lived in hawaii he like moved to hawaii it was like no parental figures so mm -hmm. i feel like all i've ever known is kind of being independent to a sense yeah interesting um here's a little topic about uh well it's kind of a random topic but candy mm -hmm. asks what's the most nutella you have consumed in one sitting any plan for future cosplays like konar or maiden of sugadinti also we never really covered the nutella thing when i asked um I know it was not premeditated by you whatsoever when I asked, like, what are you known for? But Nutella is definitely one of them with your... Uh... I guess so. I feel like I see that one a lot less. Like, yes, because of my name, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, like Nutella. So be like, oh, what's your name? And I'm like, Antonella. And they're like, oh, Nutella. Like, Antonella, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're like, you know, I call you Nutella. Like, everybody wants to call me Nutella, I guess, just because mm -hmm. it plays, like, on the word kind of that's pretty much how I got the whole Nutella thing. So, I mean, I guess I am known for that, but I feel it's not as, like, I don't feel like it's that yeah. big at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, as for how much have I consumed? In Are you a fan thing, of Nutella, first of all? I do. Okay, I do like Nutella. Good. It's it's delicious. It's like, candy. It's, it's literally it's, just like candy oil. It's so good. <laughs> I don't... I genuinely, on a day-to-day -day basis, do not consume Nutella, but um, I like to get crepes sometimes in the city. Oh, There's, like, this yeah. little spot I love, and I get this crepe that's strawberries, oh. bananas, Nutella, um, vanilla ice cream, and whipped cream, and, oh, it's so, like, amazing. And in those moments, I cherish Nutella so, so much. And when I make my own homemade crepes, I also use Nutella. So that's probably the only time I eat Nutella yeah. with crepes. I have to avoid yeah. Nutella because it's so fucking bad for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will down one of those things. It is delicious. You know what I love? The little stick things. It's, like, half oh, Nutella yep, yep. and then half. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Ooh, yum. Ooh, yeah, I, love those. I never get those because they're a waste of fucking money. They're so expensive for so little Nutella. But mm. the convenience factor is definitely there. Yeah, no, for sure. Me, like, I uh, I would buy Nutella back in, like, my phase where I would just buy whatever the fuck I felt like eating at a grocery store trip, you know? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, peak bachelor life. You just eat whatever your, like, mouth wants at the time. Um, Launchables! <laughs> so I'd buy, a, like, a huge thing of Nutella. And, like, I just remember multiple times. I mean, this has happened 
multiple times a week just waking up at like 1 a.m or something and she's like i fucking want nutella and just go make some nutella bread just a cake that shit off like Bro, i'm like what am i love doing nutella bread i've never like done that oh, people do so like ban- bananas also i don't know i should try it one day I, I just put nutella on like white bread just some soft bread and i don't do that anymore because i know it's literally like eating multiple candy bars like at once because that thing is i i cake mine up that's a that's a problem i was gonna say that's like the stickiest thing ever because not only is white bread so sticky like it sticks <laughs> to the roof of your mouth it sticks to your teeth and you got nutella that's the beauty, on that you're just like <laughs> that's the beauty you just let it just you just take huge bites you just let it cream up in your mouth and you're just like oh jesus this is gonna be there stuck in my teeth forever the whole fucking time yeah. you can't oh no it's super sticky but yeah no nutella is great i don't consume too too much of it um any future plans for cosplays oh i've thought about konar i feel like konar definitely would be a lot harder than neve so it would definitely take time to plan i have like i got like a poison ivy kind of like cosplay you know what i mean I haven't thought too, too deep on it. I definitely would want to. I feel like I have the creativity for it, but I'm also super like insecure. And I'm just like, what if it doesn't come out good? You know, I just don't even want to do it. (laughs) But, you know, definitely if I do it, it probably would be like a special event or like a -a subathon or something of the sorts. I don't know what age it was where I just stopped putting, I hated putting on costumes. It was probably when I turned 12 and started like, developing insecurities because people became bullies at that age (laughs) but it's like yeah yeah, i remember just every halloween i'd be that cool kid that's like i'm not gonna wear a costume but i'm still gonna go trick-or-treating you know like (laughs) like or you just say like oh i'm dressed up as this guy just wear some like t-shirt with some graphic on it and you're like i'm this guy you're like i I was such a party pooper and now i just i don't know why i just have never worn costumes in over a decade now every halloween just don't do anything for it i feel like i always felt like a little awkward like in high school especially not so much middle school but in high school like showing up you know with a costume because you're like who's gonna wear a costume who's not because you're in high school at this point yeah. and it becomes so different um and then i walk around the the rest of the day feeling like everybody's like freaking watching me even though i'm not the only one in a costume like <laughs> yeah, <so tough. laughs> yeah like that. just insecure like with myself yeah. But no, I get it. I'm, I was like that too. And then one day you just stop trick or treating, and then you realize you're actually old and boring. Yeah. No. I th- yeah. I think the last year I went trick or treating was when I was 16, and I was like, I'm already so old for this. But we w- we would go to like the rich neighborhoods and like go early and like jack all the king size candy bars and stuff at houses yeah, where they just know. leave out a pot. Take one, yeah. please. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm just a piece Take of shit. I'm, I'm a 16 year old dude with a bunch of other 16 year old dudes. We're going to be the most bully pieces of shit of all time. And we're just going to steal all the candy. Like we were ruthless. Well, the trick to that is putting the shitty candy in your bowl so <laughs> that the kids don't want to take it. Yeah, that's prime. But I, you got to respect the houses that brought out the king size candy bars. Like you guys are legends. Oh hell yeah! Like, legendary homes. Like you would know. Like, like you would mark them down for next year. You're like hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> this like we don't we don't deserve you, man. Like like that's some king shit. That's some queen shit. Yeah, <laughs> legit, dude. By the way, I, when we mentioned Nutella, I wanted to ask you: Have you ever tried cookie butter? That Biscoff mm-hmm. shit uh biscoff so. cookie butter it's... wait no no i mean biscoff sounds familiar yeah biscoff is, is the... the brand like of the 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 cookie brand i feel like i remember something that's like banana shaped from them 
I could be lying. It could be a different company. I'm going to say, no, I don't think I've tried it. Usually Biscoff served in like planes even. Like they'll say like, oh, do you want cookies? And they'll give you like Biscoff cookies. Uh, and they're just those little like. Are crunchy. they brown? Yeah, yeah. They're just brown and they're just, uh, they're like, they're like eating the or like the the Oreo without the cream. Just one of those, but it's a brown one. Not, not obviously black. Huh. I can't remember, but I feel like I have. It seems so familiar. But uh, basically, they have cookie butter, which is literally just those cookies blended up with a little bit of oil and extra sugar, I'm assuming. <laughs> but nah. that shit is crack. I mean, Dude. it's it's more crack than Nutella, in my opinion. It's like... Bro, why'd you break the wall for me? Now I'm going to need to have them. You need to try that. You'll find it at literally any grocery store. God damn it. There's always, like, I... just one section of it. So, like, sometimes it's sold out because they don't sell much, but... If I die of a heart attack, I blame you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not good for you whatsoever. I mean, it's all fat and carbs. I don't even think there's one gram of protein in it. It's just straight up just sugar oil, but it's so good. Fabulous. <laughs> um, Manic Marauder wants uh, – well, first of all, he says, tell us about your pets, which we've already kind of covered. But he also asks, favorite animal. Is it a ferret? No, I don't think it's a ferret, honestly. What's um, your favorite animal? Oh, I, I like bounce off between three. Man, I really, really, really love otters, which is funny because they're like in the ferret family. Really? So, are they actually? Oh my God. Oh, I guess they kind of. Yeah. Like, they have like those whiskers. And stuff. I don't know. They're they're like somehow in the same family. Like, mm. I don't know, the musta, whatever the name is. It's a very, very big family. There's so much in it, like rats, rodents, like a bunch of stuff. But like, mm. yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like in the same family. And they honestly really look like ferrets sometimes like in certain certain like drawings and stuff you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah i don't know people like can't like my emotes people can't tell if they're like ferrets or they're like bears sometimes mm. <laughs> the bears are in the same family but um i really love otters i've always said that i want to like have an otter sanctuary one day with like one cute little guy and then i also really like giraffes and elephants a lot Nelephants, if you will. Nelephants, I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. I think my favorite animal is a giraffe. Giraffes are awesome. I love like feeding them. Like, you know, you ever gone to like Six Flags or something like that and they have a little zoo center and you can no. feed the giraffe. I mean, I've been to zoos. I've never fed them though. Oh my god, they got like these weird long black tongues and they just like I don't know. I like I liked giraffes a lot more. They're still my favorite animal, which is surprising after watching a pregnancy, after watching a giraffe deliver its baby, and it was what? like the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. They literally <laughs> like you know how giraffes are like really tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like shit their baby out, obviously, and they just land on the floor, like they just land on the ground, like it's like a Plop. six foot drop <laughs> to like. Boom! And it's just like all this liquid and disgusting Bruh. bodily fluids everywhere. And it's just this shit show. And you're like, oh my god. And uh, like immediately the giraffe is trying to pick up the baby and let it start walking instantly, you know? Like it's and got, it's like drunk as fuck. It's like wobbling the, all over. The baby's over. like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> you know? Like I gotta start walking. Like I was chilling in this comfy little liquid for like, you know, however fucking long. I, I don't know the anatomy of all the animals and stuff but that was yeah. that was horrific not placebo placenta yeah yeah that's it i think <laughs> yeah i think so yeah it's uh definitely when you i don't know it really shows you just like the just the 
the reality of nature, you know, just like this is oh it. Like this this is beauty. This fucking giraffe dropping a six foot baby just boom on the ground. Break its neck, perhaps. I don't know. It was terrifying though. I'm like, damn. Nature, yeah, right? na just like, nature's metal. Look at this giraffe in its natural habitat. And it's just like plop <laughs> fucking baby. I mean, have you ever browsed uh nature's metal subreddit? It's just no, like it's just a, it just shows like the most graphic animal stuff, like either like an animal killing an animal or like an animal maybe giving birth or like uh, I don't know, just like random shit. Oh, like I have a friend Smetcher, right? And basically, the depth of our conversation on Discord is sending each other like otter videos and photos. So one day he sends me an otter video because we both love otters. Yeah, and um. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for, like, a cute video of an otter. And it's, like, otters, like, piling a fucking monkey, like, oh trying to drown God. it in the river. And I'm like, Metro, why the fuck did you do this to me? Like, I wasn't ready for this video. The, the scariest thing is, like, we saw this, or, like, I saw this video of, a, like, a Komodo dragon eating this, like, I don't even know what it was. Some deer, or, like, some, some large animal, just this Komodo dragon eating. I'm like, holy shit. And then I... I've also saw, and this is a really famous one. It's on YouTube with like millions of views, but it's like this um, eagle or something that's attacking like a, a mountain goat and it just like bites its head and it's just dragging it while the mountain goat's just running and like the the eagle thing just like drags it off a cliff and it's just like, holy fuck. Like, all caught on camera. I'm like, Jesus, like this is just absolutely whack <laughs> just to think how like aggressive fun. these things can be dude i hate watching those videos i get so sad like i get it yeah. like it's nature it's like when it's nature i can appreciate it a bit more where where there's no human influence like you can tell yeah. it's not like a human trying to put the animals in some dangerous place like i'm against that of course like any animal yeah, yeah. Use. but when it's just like a long shot away where you're just seeing like shit happen in nature i'm like holy this is cool to see it's so interesting, like, just, because you have to think about, like, the fact, like, before humans were on, like, Earth, yeah. if, if that if that's how it was, like, yeah, it was just know. animals, and this is what it, like, was all the time, you know, like, the circle of life yeah. and everything, and it, it's so intriguing and cool, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, like, this is so sick to watch. Yeah. No, have poor you ever, babies. Have you ever seen that picture of that anglerfish that got washed up on the beach, and it just looks like this death? Here, I'm going to show you, actually. I would love to see this. Just saying, it's it will scare you. I oh mean, my god! This shit is no joke. I'm gonna show uh, everybody. I, I think I've I I want to say I've even shown this on the Sebe cast before, but uh, copy. Let me send you it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, is that fucked up or what? Bro, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. This is an anglerfish. Yes. Okay, wait. Do you remember Finding Nemo? Yeah. When they go into like the depth of the yep, ocean yep, and, an and there's fish. like That's an angler? Yeah, yeah. Look, look. yeah that's, that's the anglerfish you eat in RuneScape too, yeah. No shot. Yeah. No, I, I mean I know that like yeah, it was it actually like Yeah, exists, the little light but... and stuff. Holy. They look way cuter on RuneScape, let me yeah, tell no, you. Yeah, no, this is like Okay, so first of all, anglerfish are like the, the, the depths of the ocean. So they're just black. Like look at its fucking teeth. That thing is from nightmares. Bro. I mean, this is, like, the most terrifying... If you were to see that washed up on the shore, you'd be like, what fucking planet am I on right now? Like, this is fucking awful. 
Somebody's definitely gonna have a nightmare tonight of an anglerfish like, and, like a girl with an anglerfish mouth trying to like suck oh, them off. Oh and my this god! Is, this is what oh they're my. gonna see. Yeah. This is what you did, Sater. Jesus! Now, yeah, now it's even more terrifying. But like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what's really creepy about anglerfish is that mm -hmm. um, the women are the big anglerfish, and the men, what they do, like the 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 um, or I shouldn't really say men, the uh, the male um anglerfish will attach to the female anglerfish and just basically absorb into it pretty much like it's weird like the, there'll be multiple male uh anglerfish mates like mating onto the woman like the woman's the big one that feeds the males basically and just like lets them chill on her for the rest of their life basically it's fucking weird it's like that is <laughs> so fucking weird. weird that is the weirdest thing i've ever heard but, but just imagine being in the dip in the depths of just total darkness in water with a shit ton of pressure you know above you and you're just this yeah. fish that just has to attach to this anglerfish for the rest of your life like that is your purpose in life like holy fuck that is dark yeah basically <laughs> your know. your purpose in life is to stay next to a woman nonstop. I literally feel so fucking bad for these male anglerfish. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it, like nature really is just fucking freaky. It really is. About it. I, like imagine um so like humans obviously were like the intelligent creatures like by far over every other animal, but imagine Funny you know another animal or something was like competing with us sort of like trying to get to our intelligence sort of like over evolution obviously this isn't the case but imagine fish or something down there are starting to finally like get intelligent and stuff and there's like some creepy fish race that's like really smart and they're getting smarter without us even knowing and they fucking take over <laughs> I mean, like aliens, basically. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're like aliens are like chill as fuck out here, letting us think that we're like the mass race and everything. The mass, not race, but like, uh, what am I thinking? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like the the same way China lets us think that we're number one in the world you know we're just we're yeah. out here chill as fuck, and they're just like little do they fucking know yeah. what we're you know like cats. Cats are probably taking over the world or something, and we don't even know it. We're just like, look at this cute little cat, you know? And mm -hmm. they're, like, fuck, they're fucking plotting because, you know, cats are secretly evil. Yeah. No, I don't think cats are evil, but I've never had one either. So maybe once you have a cat, you realize they're evil. But... I don't know. You know how everyone always said, like, cats are, like, taking over the world? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just because they're just so, like, Mis whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, about everything. Completely different from dogs. So, like, maybe cats are secretly taking over the world, and we don't know it. Damn. I mean, I'd that was, like, the that. Egyptian culture was, like, they would wear, like, face, yeah. like, uh, cat masks and shit or something. Yeah, they, like, looked up to, like, cats and shit. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I get it. I looked, I look up to my cat. She's fucking awesome. She's great. I like her more than 99% of the people in the world. So, <laughs> yeah, like, literally, I'll be your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a good question. Mayo, Slice of Mayo asks, what is your dream job? And then in parentheses, and why is it at Jagex designing Masori armor? So there's actually a bunch of topics on Masori armor. Did you see that? What it looks I like? I did. What do you I think did, about yeah. it? Uh, it looks... Okay, it fits that whole, like, Egyptian feel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So some people are complaining about, like, the colors and stuff. But I know that the argument is that it clashes against, like, armor... Uh, not 
well yeah other armor slash mm-hmm. like weapons and stuff so i kind of understand that but it does have that super egyptian feel i feel like yeah but it almost doesn't look like range armor it, it looks, doesn't it looks like melee armor yeah um, it's too like red and I, gold like the gold needs i don't know i, I don't know like I, I feel when i think of range armor i'm thinking of like like bless dehyde and stuff so i'm not thinking i don't know i'm thinking of like a material not so much like i don't know like melee is obviously like legit fucking armor like think of like a sword not piercing through it you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i feel like range is range is range it's more of a of a material that's why it's you don't use it against melee obviously <laughs> but th- that's kind of what i think it just doesn't really look like it just looks way too much like melee armor. Maybe if they change like the material look of it, that would be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So here's a picture I want to show that uh, somebody put up on Reddit. I'll just send you it. And then I'm just going to show everybody that's watching on YouTube. If you're listening, basically it's this proposal for the Masori armor, which honestly I'm a huge fan of. It's uh, more of a roguelike Mm-hmm. armor with the hood which first of all meets the expectations of a ranger you know when i'm talking about like something that's a yeah. light you're shooting bows um it's not clashy it still has that same gold element and kind of a little bit of an egyptian theme somewhat yeah. i know it, like the egyptian theme is pretty much out of this concept but like this looks clean and it's very simple but it also looks very powerful like it just looks like a dark cool end game piece of armor that's not super flashy and red and gold and just freaky and i don't know i'm a huge fan of this i'm trying to think if i like it the hood i'm gonna be honest could could be changed personally but i really just like the simplicity that yes it looks tanky because it is very tanky armor and it's dark which i think a lot of people just enjoy the kind of i do at least i like end game armor looking dark and medieval and just like holy shit this is badass you know like this looks like, like armor. The, i like the dark feel to it um i think it needs to bring in a little bit more of that like egyptianness that's fine oh ooh, i want to show you this as well uh just while we're on you the know topic what I mean? it's gotta it's gotta have that kind of feel mm-hmm. at least a little bit so this was honestly one of my absolute favorites and this actually comes from another game somebody linked it in my discord i don't know the game because i'm just literally not a gamer i just play runescape all the time but uh look at this like uh Ooh, okay this. yeah like this looks so dope that feels way better isn't that cool range armor i know this would be like directly copying uh another game because this is actually coming from another game but yeah. First of all, you got the Egyptian feel. You got the cat mm-hmm. mask. Like, first of all, I'd actually be down to wear a fucking cat mask. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd actually be Absolutely. down. Like, like, unironically, straight up, I would wear something like that that's just like, holy, like, you are intimidating as shit. But look at the armor. It looks so clean. It's so sleek. It's this white. It. That's what I was asking for on one of my rambles where I was talking about Masori was you can keep a little bit of gold trim. That's fine to keep the Egyptian feel, but don't add red. Like, make no, it platinum. Yeah. Like, add some platinum to it. And then keep the other uh, colors very dark. You see how, like, the the bracers are just this kind of, like, yes. scaly stuff and some brown leather in the back. This like, is very... Like, the white is honestly looks, so good to me. The white on the gold yeah. looks so good. And you see how, like, the material is more almost, like, flowy. Like, it's 
it's like armor, but it's like thinner at the same time. Yep. Like it just feels, you know what I mean? Because like when I think melee armor, like I'm th- like Bandos is like very heavy armor. Like it's melee armor. You know, you need to a ranger has to be like quick and agile. So this feels more like that. Yeah, no, I love this one. That's a good one. Yeah, this looks absolutely fucking awesome. I would be so excited to wear this if I got, like, if you got a piece of that. Like, holy, you know. And the other coolest part is Masori is stemming from, um, like, Armadale. Like, there's an attachment to Armadale. So Armadale is white already. So this would literally Mm -hmm. match that. It already looks like you have an Armadale chest plate on slightly. Yeah, no, 100%. Dude, like, this looks so cool. Can we just you get know, this? I like, I don't know. I'm obsessed with that. So I just figured I'd share. But what his original topic was, was oh, yes, yes. what is your dream job? My, well, I mean, I actually went to school for education mm-hmm. to be a teacher. But it's because I love the psychology side of it so much. So I feel like if I did something in education or or something with psychology, like I think I've always kind of wanted to do like actual psychology where like you could diagnose people, you know, and stuff like that. I guess so in a way that would be like a dream job, like psychoanalyzing somebody like for the FBI. That's actually originally what I wanted to do before I went into school to be a teacher. And then I kind of realized that I wanted to have a more simplistic lifestyle. So I kind of switched over to education because I just felt like it was safer, government job, blah, blah, blah. But I still get that psychology feel for it. I feel like it would be something in the psych realm uh, just because I'm interested in that so much. But I think if there's just anything in my life in general that I would want to do that just would absolutely be everything... It would be not having to work like job wise and just being like a volunteer for like animals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I if I didn't have to worry about money yeah, and I like could make a your job dream out job of... is no like you already have all your finances that you'd ever want taken yeah. care of. Yeah, definitely like I, I would love to do something with animals. Um and if not, like I said, something with psychology and I love education a lot. Obviously I have a master's in it, so maybe one day I'll you know actually get in there <laughs> yeah that's that's cool though i mean i've even thought about it myself like okay if, if if money wasn't an object like what would i truly want to do with my life like every day wake up and do something i'm truly passionate about and yeah. i mean i'm not gonna lie this sounds very like i don't know like the the answer you would expect to hear but honestly podcasting i fucking love talking to people and it doesn't necessarily, it wouldn't necessarily have to be about RuneScape, although that's, I mean, clearly in my stage of life, that's what I'm about is old school RuneScape because, I mean, it's my community and all that stuff. But I just love talking to people every week. Like, you're the 81st episode. And, like, Crazy. it's, I feel this, uh, and this is not meant to be, like, show offy or anything, but, like, I feel like I know, like, everybody I've had on the cast, I feel like I know them at a deeper level now. And that's a really cool thing. And I feel like I'm also offering that to other people. Like, they can listen to it as well. But being able to actually talk to you right now, Mm -hmm. I already feel like I know you, like, five times better than I did previously. Yeah, because, I mean, like, streaming and just chatting with your viewers in your chat is, like, very surface level sometimes. It can be more than that. But it, it, 
our interactions sometimes are very surface level. So when you get to like really sit there and talk to somebody, it's so nice because you really do feel like you've known this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like if you were to hang out IRL, you would just like instantly click. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, like, that's how I feel. It's, it's like actually the... a huge. No, no, go, go, go. No, I was just gonna say it's actually like the perfect uh, introduction because I mean my podcast is no face cam and not in mm -hmm. person it's literally just audio so it's super like i know it can be intimidating like i still get nervous over most guests you know i'll just get get the nerves over with mm -hmm. usually in the first five minutes but uh it's like the perfect way to really get to know somebody without being fucking terrified of having to go to a studio or something like meet them in person or something crazy yeah no 100 100 it's actually like what i was gonna say sorry um not on the podcast sense but just on the being able to talk to people um i hang out in my discord like a lot and i hang out in voice call a lot and we cam up a lot and it's so weird that some of my best friends are my runescape friends that i met like online you know yeah. what i mean and i've just gotten to know them over like weeks and months and some of them years and i love that like being able to actually have that conversation with people and like you're saying with podcasting you're there's so much variety out there there's so many people with different like perspectives and different life stories and you're just literally like divulging into that and just kind of like um i don't know like breaking up the you're it's like you're breaking the barrier between like the streamers and the viewers you know what i mean mm -hmm. like how you know how you're saying earlier you feel like oh this person is like famous like da 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 you know what i mean yeah as a podcast like you really start to see people as like who they are people like think of somebody like you just had bodie on i think two podcasts ago right yeah it was, a, it, was like, multiple. He... it was like two months ago but yeah oh god <laughs> <laughs> no it, it, oh it, you know what it's, it might be spotify it's... out of order for me to be quite honest yeah you're good um so, but, like, think about somebody like Bodhi, right? We look up to him, like, he's just goaded as fuck, you know yep. what I mean? He's, like, this celebrity in RuneScape, but you sit there and you're talking to him and you remember that he's just not some person who, like, puts stream content, like, out there and everything. And yeah. he's not just, like, some RuneScape god. Like, he's a genuine person with feelings um, on the internet. And I just think that's so amazing to be able to get to know people. Yeah, it's really cool being in, like, the driver's seat as well, doing it. Because I, I would also love to, like, I love listening to Based After Dark cast. Like, they're doing their own podcast, and it's really cool. And they also face cam up, which also brings another mm -hmm. element, which is really fun. And yeah. then, like, Mick, uh, Mick Homie or Mick Dilk, I don't know if you're, uh, oh, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's Yeah, also... yeah, I know I do. Okay, just making sure. Um, so he streams, and, like, he started his podcast with a Lopsy. So, like, Mick Homie and Lopsy are now bringing on guests from the old school community. And, like, obviously, they're part of the community. So I already feel like, ooh, like, I get to know these people more. Like, like I already know them, but I want to get to know them more. And, uh, yeah, podcasting, listening, being the listener and being the host is just fucking great. Being the guest yeah. as well. I was on Based After Dark. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. It and it's also cool to have that different perspective of being the host and being the guest and being the listener. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's... Yeah such a different perspective from all those ends absolutely yeah. i really like being a guest on podcasts i'm not gonna lie like it's it's fun i think just to all not right, actually... all right this can now be the new new nails cast so Seder. i'll be the guest tell me no i'm just kidding <laughs> no it is it is nice though because like there's no real pressure you're just 
you're there and like all the pressures on the host really i mean i don't know really at least, that, at, least like... that's, at least that's that at, at least that's how i felt on based after dark i just they told me when to go on i went on i talked for however long they wanted to go for they ended it and that was it like it's like boom okay cool yeah that was nice you don't have to plan anything yeah you're just you just show up, you're there, like me. Like, I just show up, yep. I talk to you, and then when it's done, there's... You're done, you're done. There's you're nothing like... else I need to do. I don't need to edit videos. I don't yep. need to cut out breaks or anything. Yep. it's just over for you. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, we good. Now I could just listen to it when it launches if I want to listen to it or whatever. Yeah, and the cool part also is if you're a streamer, I mean, I've heard a lot of people like, oh, like, you're... You were on the Sebae cast, and then you get new viewers that way. It's the same thing with Base After Dark. I mean, I was on their podcast, and I got new viewers in my stream saying, like, oh, I saw you on Base After Dark. It was a great episode. And, like, it's just a way to gather the community. Like, you're just interconnecting a little bit more. Just having any sort of exposure online, it just is helpful. So, Oh, definitely. There's, like, a lot of people in the community, but at the same time, like, there isn't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people tend to hang out in like certain certain communities like in the twitch verse in the runescape verse and so it's an opportunity to kind of like expand people's palettes to like other streamers and such so that's always good and like i just always think it's a if you can kind of get people to know other people you know what i mean like maybe influence like who they watch that they may not have watched before i think that's like a win for everybody because you're just kind of really closing the community and making it more tight-knit. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I was even asked by Based After Dark, they, like, came to me and they're like, are you, like, I don't know, do you like that we've started our own podcast? I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm not jealous at all. Like, I I love listening to podcasts myself, and I love Mm -hmm. the community aspect. Like, I don't get jealous of, like, other people expanding outward it's not like i fucking made podcasting i just started a podcast and of course i just called it the number one old school runescape podcast that that uh whole analytic of rank one has has to do with absolutely nothing i just called it that but like seriously i i want more people to start podcasting because i want my own entertainment to listen to and stuff and so i've been really happy to see other podcasts i've actually noticed so many like new podcast recently i didn't hear about the the mick one and the lopsy one mm-hmm. they just um, but started I've heard of... yeah oh okay okay that's probably why like i obviously knew about the based one i know about like little ones like here and there that are just kind of starting so it's like interesting to kind of see the way you have influenced like the runescape community in a podcast sense because i don't really think there was any podcast before i mean besides like people making youtube videos and talking to themselves on yeah. like youtube videos or you know the, I, I don't the crazy thing is like so i thought i was being the imposter like i thought i was being the 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 person that was copying the idea of podcasting because i had heard of like there's clan podcasts all the time they're usually monthly and they're usually high level clans doing their own podcasts with guests in their clans and stuff mm-hmm. like hexus podcast was probably the og in my books just back in like even 2014 2015 they were doing podcasts um mm-hmm. and and also like rice cup mint mad cow and rakesy have theirs and so i already like when you first start a podcast you already feel like you're copying because like you obviously oh, yeah. haven't made an episode yet but like yeah now it's weird because people think i'm the grandfather i'm like i'm not the grandfather of, of old school runescape podcasting i just fucking came out and was consistent uh 
you know that that's the biggest thing is just being consistent if i were to just do one every like three months nobody i don't know it wouldn't have grown yeah i mean you're the you're the first podcast that i've seen personally but like i'm not i like youtube obviously but i'm not super into like youtube and things like that so i don't watch Mm -hmm. like series a bunch of that stuff so for me you were kind of like my first experience with a podcast and i also love the way that you did it when you would go live yeah and you would the play and you would yeah you would like play the podcast and it was just like <laughs> then you had the opportunity to interact with the chat while yeah. listening so that you can answer like on the spot questions happening in chat yep. you know and the same as like the guest and it was a good opportunity because like one you're like you're probably playing runescape right now and you're doing something so you're yep. grinding on the account I'm grinding on the account. And then when you stream this, you're streaming that, but then you're probably also grinding something on the account. So, you know what I mean? Like you get the double whammy of it. And actually you kind of inspired me like with the painting because Mm. I thought about it. I'm like doing something on the side, you know, while doing something else that's entertaining to people. So you could do the boring content that nobody wants to watch live necessarily and you just like cover it up with something else that people do want to watch so you get to get those boring grinds in while still entertaining your audience yeah and that's that's how the art is for me you know what i mean like i do like rune crafting or something and i paint at the same time i love that by the way and i also love that you're you're passionate about art and you 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 have found a way to include it into your content because that's something that a lot of like when you're stuck to a game it feels like it's really hard to even if you have any other hobbies, it's hard to like, uh, should I even push this into my content? Because people will be like, what are you doing? That's not RuneScape or that's yeah. not the game you play. But... Oh my God. And they're so meticulous. Oh, like, yeah. they're like, I only want you to stream RuneScape. Like you do anything <laughs> else and I do not want you to, you know what I mean? And it's just like, mm-hmm. bro, like I need to get off this game for a little bit. I need to add variety, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like streamers struggle with adding variety to their content because they think it's going to influence them, like their numbers and all that. I was having, like, a pretty uh, substantial burnout earlier this year. And I think it's partly because I just started adding a little bit more balance into my life. And then when you're not putting all your eggs into, like, RuneScape gains and, like, streaming and stuff, you you start adventuring outward. Like, I started, like, doing more things outside. You kind of start burning out a little bit. and But uh, what I realize is you can have a lot of balance in life so if you're like really struggling like you're just playing too much runescape you're like holy fuck i just don't want to stream this game right now just like chill with it off stream i mean it's like yeah because i would be playing a bunch off stream and then i'd be like i don't want to fucking stream this game right now because i just been playing it way too much but uh no exactly i um whenever i talk to people who are just like i don't really want to stream today like i don't feel it like i'm a little bit burnt out i'm just like so don't stream and they're mm-hmm. like, no, but I haven't been, like, consistent, and I haven't really been streaming, and so, like, I need to. I'm like, don't fucking stream. Like, if you don't feel like streaming, if you want to play a different game, if you want to hang out in Discord, if you want to whatever you want to do, like, you should do that because you are going to burn out otherwise if you feel like you have to stream. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can assure you that if you're not live that viewer is just gonna do their own thing and watch another person most likely or whatever they're gonna do something to entertain themselves um i think the only time like if let's say if you go like weeks and weeks and weeks like without streaming somebody's gonna be like yo are you okay which is a completely valid question like making sure you're chill so would you rather take a month off like straight from streaming because you just literally 
fucked yourself yeah yeah, you burned yourself out so bad that you don't want to stream or is it better to just stream four three times a week and actually be happy when you do it and then if you are going to burn out it's not in the sense of like completely burning out where you just don't even want to log in anymore and you feel like you have to because you need to make money or you feel like you owe it to your viewers like you don't i'm sorry but you don't owe it to anybody to go live you know what i mean yeah You, you really don't you have to remember at the end of the day that like we're humans and we need to think about ourselves first. So like, if you just don't want to do it, don't fucking do it, you know, but I get it. Cause I do feel bad too. Sometimes like I, I do kind of hold myself accountable if I'm not consistent with it, Mm -hmm. but. And that's a good thing as well to hold yourself accountable in in some aspect. Yeah. Like, especially if you want to be successful, like there has to be some consistency, but just, think about yourself at the same time you know what i mean like give yourself those days off and also um, also see it yeah. like long term i mean clearly if this isn't working right now do you really think this is going to be a long-term thing you can keep doing like just yeah. think about like having a really nice balance it's the same thing with me finally getting my health in check this year like just being more active and just eating healthier and stuff it was just like I have to find something that's sustainable because as i was saying those ruts i was in it's because i'd go fucking hard like i would go hard for a few days and burn myself out again like i'm not used to this you got to find something sustainable that's going to be like you know yeah something you can do for you need to break it up yeah you know i mean i think that's why i haven't like burned out yet like sometimes if i do too much like of a certain content i'll feel a little burnt from the content i'm like all right i'm gonna do something else you know but i've never felt like burnt out from streaming runescape if it makes sense i felt burnt out from streaming Mm -hmm. and i felt burnt out from content but i've never actually felt burnt out towards the actual game and it's because i work all day and then i come home take care of like my animals go on the track get ready for stream and everything and then i stream so it's almost exclusively the times i play the game i'm live very rarely am I actually playing the game like outside of being live unless it's like maybe the weekend or something and I'm chilling in discord but that's why my account progresses so freaking slow because I'm not playing the game that much you know what I mean but I'm always still freaking addicted to it I'm like man I really just want to play runescape like I just want to log in I don't even care what I do I'll fucking chop a tree down (laughs) yep no i totally feel that it's like it's yeah. mainly the streamy aspect I, i've never really been tempted to stream anything else besides like i don't know sometimes i've been tempted to just do a just chatting stream but i'm like this is gonna last for 20 minutes and then people are gonna be like play runescape and i'm like shit fuck <laughs> i'd feel like so awkward i'm like man what am i gonna do like what if nobody's <laughs> here what if nobody talks to me i am be like twiddling like my thumbs in front of you like eating food i don't know yeah I think a just chatting stream would actually be kind of fun to do if it was something like outdoors, like Ooh, where it's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. looking at my wall and just me talking. It's like no, one hundred percent. Like I, I love like yeah, streamers in their natural habitats, like doing something fun. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, that's Let's dope. Fun. I love that. Go do mini golf. No, absolutely not mini golf. That's so boring. Yeah. You know what's even worse than mini golf though? Frisbee Go golf. On. I am not a fan of disc golf or frisbee golf. What do you call it? I've never played that. It's so okay. it's so bad. I, I like I've done it a few times. It's just like just play frisbee at that point. Like why, why are we why are we throwing the frisbee at a goal? Like why don't we throw it to each other? You know what I mean? That's me. <laughs> yeah, at least. no, I go <laughs> No, no. I right. love the outdoors. So I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. All right, Peters asks, what is your favorite genre slash style of art? What is your favorite piece of artwork you've created? 
favorite food, favorite RuneScape skill, least favorite skill, favorite aspect of MMOs, generally speaking, RuneScape specifically, and what made you initially desire ferret pets? A lot <laughs> of topics. So, That's a lot. Yeah. First of all, go with it. Thank you, handsome Peters, for the wonderful <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, my favorite genre style of art, um, it's not so much like the genre or the style. I, I mean, okay, there there would be a style to this, but like Vincent Van Gogh, you know, I love all his stuff, and I also kind of do like nature, like I like nature kind of art also. Um, but like just more specifically, I, I just really like Vincent Van Gogh style, not styled, but his art specifically. And obviously he has a specific style. So mm-hmm. um, my favorite artwork that I've created would be I painted Stitch for one of my viewers, T-Bone. And it's just absolutely one of my favorite pieces. And it's so funny because while I was painting it, I just genuinely was so nervous that I was mixing the colors bad and everything and I'm like this is gonna fucking suck like <laughs> like I'm like all the colors are just so wrong <laughs> like I was just very very nervous I'm trying to see if I could find the image so I could like yeah. send it to you um and if it's not that one Oh man, I, there's so many I like I like the Max Infernal cape I made and I and I made like a I'm trying to think was it like bulbasaur no not it wasn't bulbasaur no it was bulbasaur or something like that. i don't know i have so many favorites but um i would say probably my favorite like character that i've made is probably the stitch and i don't know why i can't get these photos over to you because my computer just looks <laughs> super weird but um i like the same the- agenda that you made me <laughs> I love that's it. very that's biased <laughs> <laughs> it is but i love it but I, I totally it get it. It's so cute. I mean, you're like one of the only people who has like a, like a big, you know, yeah, like photo because everyone else gets like a eight by ten, you know. Oh damn! Sit the fuck down. I'm chilling. And you're you're out here with a freaking I don't know what is it ten by twelve or some shit. It's pretty big. No, it's bigger than that. It's like a. It oh, looks like 13? a. It almost looks like an eighteen inch by twenty four or something. Like, this thing is massive. Oh, maybe it is 18 by 24. Oh, here. I'm about to send you Stitch okay. so you can see it. Ooh, that looks awesome. That is actually really nice looking. That's, that's probably, like, hands down my favorite, like, like character, like, art that I've made. I really, really love that one. But, man, if you saw this Maxed Infernal Cape, like, in person, the picture doesn't do it justice, honestly. And I just sent it to you. I don't know if you see it. But, um... The Max Infernal Cape is, like, really nice if you look at it IRL. I was scared about that. I'm scared of it with everything I paint. I'm not going to lie. But I was very scared about that one, too. Let's show this one real quick. Oh, damn. That looks clean. Like, not to toot my own horn, but if you saw this piece, like, in real life it it pops out so fucking much like the picture just does not do it justice yeah, no, that looks very nice that looks very i was clean. like this is gonna be shit i was like oh my god <laughs> like I, I mean i have this like internal dialogue every single time i'm painting some kind of art but i feel I like don't know. The, 
I was just gonna say, like, I feel like that's a natural thing where it comes to subjective, like, uh, art. I mean, just art in general. I mean, we see it with even the old school artists. They came out with Masori. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people were saying it looks shit, which is fucking hard because, I mean, that's literally, if you're gonna be working at a business or doing anything publicly, making your art. Like, for example, I make my own emotes. I would never fucking be making that on stream so shout out to you for like making it on stream i would be so self-conscious i'd just oh my god i'd just be shitting myself thinking i'm doing everything wrong and just like it's awful because you can't please everybody like no art pleases everybody like no matter what so it's like no absolutely i mean i feel i do feel bad for like the the jagex team like making the art because people are so mean sometimes and they can be so picky and they're so nice to show us the art and everything yeah. at the same time and um yeah, yeah. but it, it is hard i get it you're so passionate about yeah. the game but don't be such a fucking asshole like no oh that my God. that's the thing like i have my own take on that now of course i don't know what happened all i know is it sucks to be embarrassed in an online space or be told things you don't want to hear in an online space it fucking sucks like i've i've had it myself it, it is awful um, yeah. Now, if you're harassing a person because of their art, that's another fucking level of, like, you're a piece of shit. But, um, yeah, yeah. but like, if you were to just be online and say, like, it's shit, like, uh, you don't I, you don't need to listen to that person. You know what I mean? Like, that that's yeah. up to you to get, like, offended by that. And I'm not taking, like, sides per se. All I'll say is I do have my own view on Masori, and I didn't like it. Now, I gave mm-hmm. some constructive feedback but i don't expect people to give constructive feedback because that's not their job they're just saying how they feel because they play the game and they're on the fucking internet and just like obviously no accountability or consequences so like yeah keyboard warriors yeah yeah, and that's the thing like if if somebody were to be brought into jagex nobody would say that looks shit because that's impolite and you're being rude yeah but it's the goddamn internet so it's just like you just gotta i don't know i mean if you took that armor and you took away the fact that it was old school RuneScape, right? And somebody showed it to you as just armor for an idea, mm-hmm. for just a very general idea. I don't by any means think that the armor looks bad. I think it, I do think it looks good. I, I think it has like a unique, mm-hmm. you know, like it vision thematically to it. fits. Yeah. Like they're, yeah, they clearly it, didn't just make a, make something awful. It, yeah. I could see where they're, they're coming from. Yeah. Clearly. So it's like when, you, it's, you know, when you're trying to fit it into, like, RuneScape, you know what I mean? I understand where people don't like it because you're trying to fit it into a game that pre-exists this armor and you want to make sure that it's right. But it's so hard. It's, like, people don't understand. Taking critique for, like, stuff that you've created, that's not easy. It's and that, not. like, it's so hurtful because, like, <laughs> yes. if, and especially, like... If you're super prideful in what you just made yep. and somebody tells you it's complete shit, like imagine just like the absolute like fucking steamroll that feels like, you know yep. what I mean? Because you really felt like you put something out there that was nice yep. and it actually, it's not like it wasn't nice. It's just that people don't like the way it fits into this particular game, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's shit by any means because yeah. like it does look good. I, th- I think it in theory in general, like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, no, I mean, you got a good point. And a lot of the people that say it's shit, 
have probably never created anything and then put it into a public thing. And I'm not saying they need to do that by any means. I'm not saying like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about because you, you need to experience this first. But yeah, firsthand, I mean, making videos, making guides, making streaming, you know, and people are like judging you for anything you do, like any creative thing that's like subjective or something or like a Sebe cast and people are like, oh, this one sucked or like, th and like I, I will know if like, you know, one of my, videos just sucked like i'll be i'll be the first to admit it like i'm not going to admit it especially if it's like a like you know a podcast there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Or something, because it's not yeah. just me at that point. But, like, I will understand that. But when you do think you've really created something cool, and then you post it, and then people are like, you're shit. Or like this yeah. is it, it is a horrible feeling, but again, it's just the goddamn internet. Like you just have to block, you have to ignore them. Like you're putting something out in the on the internet. Like yeah, I mean the one so. thing I want to agree with is like the death threats. I don't know if you heard about that, but yeah, like that no, that's always way too far. I, and those people clearly have some mental health issues going on in their life, yeah. and they're like literally just yeah, they 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 clearly if somebody is literally treating you like a piece of shit for a piece of artwork they clearly have something horrible going on in their life some mental health thing that their life is clearly not in a good place if they're yeah. like going out on the internet and just like flaming and 100 percent, 100 percent. i think people just need to remember that like we are people mm -hmm. and like words hurt yep. and there's no problem with not liking something it's very okay to have an opinion on something and to have a disagreement and to think it should be done a different way, but it's just all in how you say it. You can say everything you want constructively in a positive way and get the point across and not have to be just such an asshole about it. Yep. Like, like, come on. Yeah. We could do better. Like, as a community, we could honestly do better and we should do better. Oh, I completely agree. And I, I don't think there will ever be an end to, like, the toxicity per se, but I always no. think it's a good thing to voice your opinion say hey do better because i totally agree with that especially when people have these like create drama out of fucking nothing and are actually like just like ruining people's days just because they're getting flamed on twitter like believe it or not i mean yeah like what you said words do hurt and community ganging up on certain community members for like uh, something they've done is very it hurts deeper than you would imagine and especially if yeah. you've never gone through it you know yeah, no. And I think a lot of people try to, like, from an external standpoint, try to make it seem like they're okay sometimes. Um, but, like, I don't know how you genuinely feel inside. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
like how you're saying that we need to like call it out when we see it and voice our opinions like yeah 100 percent, we have to because like we're the community and if we if you think that something is wrong you should say that something is wrong because just letting it happen is just not good you just like it's like you ever notice when somebody falls it always takes one person to actually go help that person you know get their shit together or make sure they're okay but people will walk past it until one person does it yep and then and then people start going over and like yeah Yeah. and it's it's the same exact thing like why shouldn't we as a community hold ourselves accountable for when we're fucking being assholes to like whomever we're being assholes to like because just because certain people take it okay and they're fine with it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean everyone else is you know you have to stick up for the people who maybe aren't going to be like this all goes back to like the whole mental health thing you don't know what people are struggling with and i just feel like we we should do better sometimes and just you know think about the fact that there are people who don't actually interpret things as positively as other people might like just think about that for a second yeah no i completely agree with you it's just like you you just the people that are going to continue to do that aren't going to change because like no, we they're said not. so it's just like no no we ha- love it we, we also just have to understand giving them that like are almost like uh i don't know letting it be known that you've been i don't i don't really know if this is no no no. okay like, i think i know what you're saying yeah. like like just for example if somebody was came into my stream said some really fucking mean things to me which happens you know it happens weekly probably i mean like at least weekly some random will come into my stream first time viewer and just say some fucking awful things like me making it now all about like you know spending the next 20 minutes dwelling on it and talking about it it's i mean you might as well just fucking ignore it because it's the goddamn internet it's just like well that's what they want they want you to they want you to talk about it exactly which is why like again this is just how i would do it if i posted a piece of art and then a bunch of people were saying shit like i just wouldn't even like i wouldn't even acknowledge the people that have not offered constructive things or have been rude you know just don't even yeah. fucking acknowledge them just like okay like you're now no longer a part of this discussion i'm gonna listen to people that are being polite and respectful yeah so. actually something new i've done is like turning off the comments like if i don't want your opinion if i just want to voice my opinion on something i'm just mm-hmm. going to turn off the comments and all you could do is like it or not like it and if you want to dm me about it you can yeah. because like i don't feel like putting the drama on the internet like there's just absolutely like there's fun drama for me like you know what i mean like stupid yeah. little things like i have a pizza discussion happening right now on twitter it's so fucking stupid <laughs> but um you know like something like that it's not hurting anybody but i mean when we're talking about like other big things there you're always going to have somebody who's going to say something stupid and if i just don't even want to deal with it i'm just going to turn off the comments and just let that fucking post roll and just let people read it that's it yeah like honestly one of the best things you can ever do if somebody's just clearly being malicious to you is just ignore it like that's honestly like generally speaking that is the absolute best thing you can do now obviously there's rare cases where like you could like backlash back at them and own them but like for the most part just ignore them because yeah. that's all they want is just some interaction from you so. yeah sometimes i have a hard time not reacting oh it's so just, hard it's so I'm just, like hard. question mark question mark question yeah. mark like what you know what i mean yeah. and i just feel like i'm a very like i love to fight like not yeah. that i oh, love yeah. to fight but i definitely love if to you get yeah if you get harassed like or if you get called out on something you want to just i don't know I understand I'm, the retaliation. Like, I, I want to yes. retaliate. Is... For, for me, it's something of, like, um, I have 
it's like I defending yourself. It's just like yeah, I don't like when people say certain things that I feel like are untrue. Yep. You know and then what I you mean? ignore and I, it, and then people are like, "Oh, maybe it is true because they just ignored it or something like that." Yeah, like it, generally speaking, if I'm going to go back and forth with you on something, it's because I genuinely like feel like I'm right on it, or yeah. not necessarily that I'm right, but that I'm coming from a good place mm -hmm. at the very least. Um, but then if I just Sometimes you acknowledge that you're just going to go in circles and you're never going to get anywhere. And it's just like, all right, I'm just going to stop commenting. But I, I'm i not much of a blocker. I'm very much, like you said, like, I'm going to ignore. Like, I'll just ignore your comments because I don't want to block you. People always ask me, like, why don't you just block this Blocking's person? Why don't you fun. just, like, Blocking. why don't you just, like, ban this person? I'm just like, no, Nute I'm not going to give them what they want. I was just about to call you Nutella. I, I, <laughs> I was like, Nutella? Listen up. That's great. Uh, Nunu, listen up. I call it. I call her Nunu. What do most people call you, by the way? Nella. Nella, yeah, yeah. that's been my nickname like my whole life because Anto Nella. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, I I've love that gotten, name. By the I've, way. I've gotten used. Thank you. I love it. I've gotten so used to like Nunu, you know, like yeah. I literally react to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I do like it, and I like Nels too, but Nels is very rare that people call me Nels. You, I like that too. Nothing really bothers me. You should try to block people and ban people. It's fucking awesome. It's fun. No, I mean, I know you're like against it or something, but like if I don't know, I wouldn't be against it. I would definitely use it. Uh, you don't have to use it often, against but it per se. <laughs> no, like, it, okay. it is very rewarding though because like... the last thing you want to listen. There have been very very toxic people in my stream that have been permanently banned and they can no longer see the chat. I mean, they have they wanting to be in my stream and harass people. Now they can't even engage in the chat anymore. They can't even see it. And I've had multiple requests where they'll come and like deeply apologize. Like I'm I'm really sorry. Like would you please unban me? Like it mm -hmm. like seriously, more than just the banning, it's like they understand, "Oh, I actually kind of missed that content and I was being an asshole. Let me uh, shape up and like actually try to get an unban." That's happened more times than you think. Like handfuls yeah. of times. And yeah, no, no, cool. 100%. I guess for me, it's just like, I got to tell this story this one time. I was like, somebody DM'd me something like really fucked up, like really fucked up, man. And um, he was begging me for a ban. Like actually, like genuinely, he was begging me for a fucking ban. Yep. And I was just like, I wouldn't ban him. And he would message me again, like hours later. You gonna ban me yet? You gonna ban me yet? I was just like, nah. Because, like, he wants oh it, you God. know what I mean? So I'm just like, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm not going to ban you. I'm just going to fucking ignore your DMs. Yeah. And it was great because the guy would not freaking stop. Like, he was obsessed with me fucking banning him. But I I did end up banning him when he started t bringing my dog into it because my, my dog had recently died within, like, the last week or two. Oh, um, And it was, like... It was just, like, really, like, emotional and, like, just really tragic the way it happened and everything. And so as soon as he brought my dog into it, like, saying, like, oh, there's, like, a website with your dead dog on it and all that. Jesus that's when Christ. I banned him. Because yeah. that's that was when it was just, like, it's not even, like, worth being, like, playful with this yeah. person yeah. and just, like, it's fucking weird. with them. But, yeah. At that point, I was just, like, this is just no place. Like, yeah. I don't, this doesn't need to be in my life. Like, fuck that. I blocked it. Like, you get to that level. Nope. Nah. That's fair. Pitas also asks, favorite food? Favorite food? Mm. Okay, so... Uh, Nutella favorite... and Taco Bell. No. <laughs> Nutella and Taco Bell. I love those things. Um, my favorite food is probably ceviche, which is Peruvian. 
It's so freaking good. It's is that the like fish, fish soup? It's not soup, but it's it's raw fish, but it's cooked in lime, like lemon and lime, mm. because like the acidity of the lemon and the lime like cooks it. So you literally put it in there raw, and it comes out cooked. It's Ooh, crazy, like good. fucking like. I don't even know, brain-boggling how that happens. I but think, I think I've it had it before, amazing. but I just can't remember all the names of Hispanic dishes. Yeah. I mean, I have it mostly, like, with tilapia. Um, yeah. But you can also have, like, different types of fishes. And, like, you can have shrimp in it. You can have octopus in it. Pretty much anything. You can use anything. But it's delicious, and I love it. And so some ceviche with a nice Inca cola on the side. I don't know if anybody has ever had Inca cola, but it is, man. What is it? it? It's, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Um, is it related to cola? Like, is it? It's like... a, it's a, it's a soda. Oh, okay. So it is a drink. I was just making sure it, it wasn't a It's a, a drink. Food. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a drink. Okay. It's a soda. And you will, there's a 50% chance that it either tastes like cotton candy to you or a 50% chance that it tastes like, I don't fucking know how to explain it. It's one of those things that you literally have to try it to know. So it's like cilantro where you either love it or it tastes like soap. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that the other thing is like, bu- I think bubble gum. So some people say oh. it tastes like bubble gum and some people think it tastes like um, cotton candy. Oh, so it's not like-, like something horrible or something good. No, 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 no. Okay. It's so good. It is so good. But the only way you can genuinely drink like Inca Cola is with Peruvian food. Like it just, you know how it Baja Blast to Taco Bell? Yep. Yep, you yeah, you can't have it with yeah, any, yeah. You know, it's Inca Cola to Peruvian food. <laughs> it, it is the best freaking food. I also really love potatoes, like any potato form of anything. Yeah, it's just yeah, I love l- it. I love seafood just in general. Like, yeah, if if I could seriously just have amazing, and I'm talking about like like the best specialty sushi rolls, you know, Ooh. like if if I could just have that, like that would probably be my go to like favorite meal. Just like. A bunch of sushi rolls that are like those really good ones like yeah oh. like sashimi like type or just like the super fancy like dragon ones yeah with like the... super, I, I still like uh sashi- what what did you just sashimi call? yeah i can I, that's just the one with the rice and then the the raw fish on top right yeah like labbed up on top yeah uh yeah those are kind of plain but um obviously like dip it in like soy sauce or something but like yeah I, i'm talking more like those dragon rolls but oh it's always got to be raw i never get cooked meat in the, my sushi i'm against that I, it has to be raw fish mm-hmm. and uh oh my god yeah. ones. but like anything seafood like fish soup um like you know fried rice with like shrimp or something or like stuff like that like i'm upset oh pad thai with shrimp oh I've never um, had that. It sounds amazing. It's like cilantro, eggs, uh, peanut, even like peanuts in it. Um, shrimp, obviously. I think onions are in it. And then like these noodles. I'm just like, oh my God. Like it's, and it's spicy too. I love spicy Ooh. food too. Oh no, me too. Love spicy food. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay. Favorite RuneScape skill and least favorite skill. Okay. Favorite skill. Okay. I'm going to go with my least favorite first, I think. Uh, I don't know if I'm stuck be like between herb lore and like thieving. I'm doing no, herb no. lore right now. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm making potions, making prayer pots. Actually, no, no, no. I take back thieving. I 100% take it back because Artie Nights isn't even that bad. Um, it's okay, pretty bad. Er- <laughs> but yeah, I mean, okay. I, I guess maybe because I'm what level is uh I'm 75. So yeah, I. I oh, I'm thieving still- is so bad at those early levels. Like <laughs> anything sub so, 75. Yeah. I. 
Thieving, I don't feel it yet, so I, I can't say it's my least favorite. But from what I can feel, it's Herblore and Agility. Like, Agility is just, like, painful. Like, Have you ever I done Sepulchre? What's your level? For um, Agility. 77? Yeah, have you ever done uh, Hallowed Sepulchre? I have not. It looks cool as fuck. When you get to, I would say when you get to like 82, you should, I mean, you could even try it now. You could do the first three floors. It is so fun. It's challenging, but it's just muscle memory. Like you'll get it down in a few hours. Just like start memorizing the floors because there's not that many variations. Mm. It is so fun. You would actually love agility if you started doing that. And you get I totally for I totally forgot about that, by the way. Like it's that that so exists. so fun. Yeah. Anything with a mini game, like... It really yeah. is so good, you know. know. Like, uh, well, you, you, besides you can't that, on RuneCrafting anymore, like Guardians of the Rift, like word. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I still traditionally RuneCraft because uh, I love just stacking up on Bloods and Deaths. But like, yeah, Guardians of the Rift, they just nailed it. Oh, it's such a good. It's like just enough, um, like thought process that you have to put into it. But it's where... not like annoying. No, it's not. Not by any means. Not like um. Giant's Foundry to me is pretty fucking annoying. It's pretty bad. Giant's Foundry, they oh. actually fucked up, unfortunately. Like I I appreciate the low cost of the rewards relatively to other minigames. Like you can get the full outfit and everything like reasonably like a lot quicker than most minigames. Like Guardians of the Rift takes forever to get that outfit, but like And that's with it like cut down. Yeah. I mean it yeah. it, it took like almost fifty hours when it was first released. Yeah, but like sorry people yeah but uh giants foundry they kind of they just didn't do it good enough and i think part of it is it's just extremely i don't know what it is like bro you have to it's not afk at all it's not afk whatsoever you're always having to look um it's very childlike the whole minigame feels like a children's uh, mini game where it's like oh yeah. match the colors and go to this place when you have this color. it's like mm -hmm. it feels like i'm playing a baby game like a literal literally a toddler's game um yeah. so that's not really helping and on top of that it's just like the same fucking bullshit over and over and over and like nothing ever really changes it's just like yeah and, no and I, it, I totally agree it, it's like hard to say like what you would want to change it i would actually you know what i'm gonna probably do it I know this is completely irrelevant to our conversation right now, but I'm going to think, I think I'm going to spend a few hours there, like more hours and really try to think of what I would like to see from it. Cause not like anything's going to get changed, but I would really love to see what, what truly, what is the essence of it? That's so fucking boring and so annoying. And then what could you do to fix that and just make it more fun? Because there's seriously yeah. something going on. That's just like, get me out of here. <laughs> like, you know, if you ever have that element, it's just like, you got to fix something. You know what I think would be better if, like, you know how if you don't pay attention, you, like, overcool it, at undercool, whatever, you know Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, you make it too hot, you make it too fucking cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, it just completely ruins the minigame where, like, the minigame is supposed to, like, kind of, like, be helpful. Like, I don't know. Maybe if you kind of, like, let the the thing stop so you don't just fucking ruin everything and so it could be a little more AFK. I don't know. Yeah, like, they... Like, I, yeah. I look away one second or, or you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Or I, I do, I go to the wrong section for one second, which I understand I went to the wrong section. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I, I fucked it up. But it's just like, you, it's like if you go there, you do one thing wrong. It's like the whole thing is like kind of fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, why? Why do I have to pay attention to it so freaking hard? Yeah. Like. No, no, you're totally right. Like, I think 
personally, like one thing they could change is just make it a lot better. It's just have fewer uh, stages. Yeah. Like, have like have like four max or something. <laughs> like just let yourself chill at a station for more than like twenty seconds. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have to move like way too often. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's so annoying uh-huh. to do. Uh, yeah, yeah no. it's it's like that awkward uh, sort of Winter Todd vibe where you're always having to kind of pay attention at Winter Todd because you get frozen randomly and then you got to refletch yes. or re click the brazier. And it's like, why fletch? Yeah, exactly. Why fletch? Sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> Joel, get on <laughs> Skype. I don't. I have no idea where any of those memes came from, but I just say them. I understand or, I the white fledge, but like there were some old ancient memes that people still still say there. Yeah. I love the other one, uh why cook for temperance. <laughs> why cook, yeah. And then Guardians was uh why um there was something. What was the one for oh. Guardians of the Rift? It was like why something, I just can't remember. Oh, I don't know. I don't know this one. Wasn't there one? Wasn't it like why uh why repair of a shield? Or I don't know what it was, but it was something stupid. Oh my! No, I missed that one. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite thing is when I'm doing these like games <laughs> to ask the question and then watching the person explain to me why I should be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm sorry. All right. Favorite aspect of MMOs, generally speaking. Why do you play RuneScape? Um, I play RuneScape because it just like reminds me of my childhood. Like there's so something still, so nostalgic. Okay, so you're still playing for the nostalgia, you think? Yeah, that's what like, really keeps and, you coming it, back. Yeah, you know, I have this conversation a lot with people where it's like, why, why we can't get like new people playing this game so much? Mm-hmm. And it's because like RuneScape is a game where it's not instant gratification. You really have to work for everything, and I love that about it. I mm-hmm. love the process of grinding because it makes it that much better. Like, the process of going dry, although it sucks, um, you know what I mean? It yep. makes it that much better when you do get the drop, when you do get the level, when you do max something. So I love that. But, like, kids nowadays can't do that. That's why they like games like Fortnite, because it's instant gratification. Like, you got the win. Like, yep. it's five minutes. It's ten minutes. Um, and I love that because it's a very chill game. Like, let's say if I'm not streaming and I'm, like, right now I'm runecrafting bloods and stuff you're just chilling and it's relaxing and i love that about yeah. it and like i said super nostalgic it just makes me feel like i'm a kid again i also love i love the game because obviously progression i love just being able to log in and realize hey everything i've built up for like five years is still yeah. here and like i'm continually just building it and i love that because it's it's like my little virtual account you know it's like my little virtual Place, it's like your it's like your Tamagotchi that doesn't die. Yeah, it's just nice, and just knowing that like they're not gonna make any drastic changes. Like, imagine there was always this sense of like we're gonna reset the servers or or something stupid where like you're just always like okay, this is pointless. This is gonna get deleted at some point. Like, there's not yeah. that now. Of course, there maybe will be a day where the servers would get shut off like twenty years from now or something. But it's like you don't think that, and there's never that feeling of oh, this is gonna end. Well, I feel like old school RuneScape is like established at this point like remember mm-hmm. when old school first came out and it was classic you know what i mean like yeah. you log into your game and you're an rs2 and then you log into your game and you're like an rs3 like yeah. you, th- that like sucks yes to just be a completely different fucking game because yes. if i wanted to play that game i would have signed up for that game so you're right in what you're saying that the game is not going to change too too much it, it's established what it is at this point and it's osrs is osrs like yeah. it's it's a baby it's its own baby at this point 
The other thing I really love is that there actually is an element of skill, like a pretty large element of skill in this game, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's rhythmic, which I yes. fucking love. Like, no other game. and all of this Yeah. Stuff. And I know it sounds like it, and it's weird because, yeah, I've played this, I've played old school for over 20,000 hours, like old school in general, just, I, I know it's over 20,000 hours, because on this account, it's almost 17,000, which is fucking sweaty as hell. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how much mine is. Yeah, I gotta look. Does that you know, make you? I, does that make you sick to your stomach knowing I've played on this one account for seventeen thousand hours? Not at all. So like, you know, you could say seventeen thousand hours, and people are just like, yeah, like that's a lot of fucking hours, right? I'm here, and I'm just like <laughs> doing mathematical equations in my head, and I'm like, is that a lot of hours? <laughs> like, that's literally two. Like, that's, that's that's literally two years. <laughs> Almost two years of like actually being logged in. Yeah, nonstop. I'm talking in the last like five and a half-ish years, I put two years being logged into this. Did, yeah, I have that, a, did that make you sick? <laughs> yeah. I have 129 days and eight hours. Yeah, I have seven like, I have seven hundred and five days. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my account is still so fucking <sighs> mediocre. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny though that like this game truly is just time based. Like so much of it's time based. Now, obviously, you could just be better and get things done quicker, but like it yeah. really does come down to oh, I want an account like you. All right, get ready to just sit down for two years because you're not gonna get here if you don't play for two yeah. years. But oh, yeah. but at the same time, I really love that skill element where you can push yourself if you want to. You can just chill, relax, do AFK things, or you can really start pushing your limits on like PVM or even skilling, perhaps. Um, yeah, that's just awesome. There's so much variety in this game. Yeah, and I love the way like in the beginning of the game you like level up so fast. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And then like it slowly becomes like more and more, and then you hit like ninety two, ninety three, and it's like let's do it all again. You know what I mean? Because it's literally like the halfway point, like which is mind boggling to me. But (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it, they they did it right in the sense of like they made it like super fast into super super slow, so that you can get hooked onto the game. But then once you're hooked onto the game, it's like, all right, now I got to like really like push and I got to really like put more work in because everything yeah. is like that much farther now. And I, I love that aspect of the game. Same. I love the grind. It just and like I said, when you get it, it's such a good feeling to finally get something. You know, if yep. it's too easy, there's just no reason to fucking like want it. That's why I don't like the GE. Like I don't like the idea of a main game. That's like the, that's the Iron Man concept completely like i feel like runescape is an iron man concept but yeah. it was like made initially as like a main game player you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know so like now be with the iron man mode and everything i think it's more authentic to what the game really should be yeah like the really just being self-sustained not using anybody yeah. but i will say i mean there still is that true nostalgia of just being able to trade players and interact oh, and kill it. things together like that's like the true mmo sense but yeah you're right iron man's what kept me around this game yeah no for sure i love it it's just it's a, like dabbling in a hot sauce you know what i mean like you give it a little more spice yeah yeah, yeah. i i developed <laughs> I that it. as a kid because my my parents used to give us hot sauce as a punishment and then we started enjoying it and so like, yo, now I we love just that love shit. tabasco yeah mom like 
punish me. Wait, that sounded weird. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Um All right, let's see. Ooh, here's a good little topic. Father Eric asks, which RuneScape NPC is the best looking? <laughs> so like I guess it could be monster or play like a uh, human human NPC or monster per perhaps. How well, I don't know. I guess you decide. You decide what you make of it. I feel like the obviously the obvious, sorry, um choices like Neve or Konar because they are just so fucking sexy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. who do, who the fuck does not love Neve or Konar? Like they are just so good. Yeah, just babes. But then like my my super joking answer to this question would be Zanuck. <laughs> you know I'm you know I'm at Dorgishan Bank right now and I was just ex I was examining these fucking people's eyes and they're so massive. I was like, dude, my eyes are like these little black squinty things and then these guys are just like bulging like it's <laughs> It's terrifying, but yeah. Zanuck is literally a force to be reckoned with. Nobody can fucking touch my bitch. You know who I like? Oh. Vanica. The dude in Tutorial Island that teaches you to kill rats, and then he's also sitting by the, yes. the he's a slayer master. Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, dude, he'd be cool. That dude is a G. I mean, he's been here since day fucking one when I played old school in twenty or sorry, played RuneScape in two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's mean... that's the legend that taught me how to fucking shoot a bow. And yeah. you know what? He just does his thing. He's tatted up, shirtless. He's like, let's fucking he's got blood all over him. Like Yeah, he looks good as fuck. He's a beast. He's brolic, you know, hundred percent. That's a good one. Yeah, he's a beast. I think uh monster wise, like if I'm thinking like a boss or something. Mm, yeah, true, true. What would you say is your favorite? Like looking one, just like looks wise. I honestly like I really love the idea of Criara or Armadil, like just the big mm -hmm. flying eagle, like that's really badass to be killing, like a big ass eagle. But yeah, dude, imagine like Criara uh, wasn't trapped in a little God Wars dungeon rectangle, but instead you have to like scale this mountain, and then this big ass eagle starts pecking at you and like fucking throwing shit at you. Like that would be such a more epic fight, being on a mountaintop with this bird flying around and some like white wolf mountain type shit yeah like or even taller than that some crazy yeah. mountain that's new and just like having to dodge rocks and shit that it's chucking at you i don't know that would but, feel yeah. more like authentic yeah like you would. know what i mean they yeah. really could come out with another like bird boss that's just terrifying yeah or like I'm some think bat. of like i don't know like monster wise what i think is like the best looking hydra used to look really cool too i thought well i mean i think whenever any new boss comes out i really like how it looks just because it's new because like true. the hydra pet looked so cool on release i was like oh that's awesome yeah oh my god i feel like i like so many of them it's hard to like mm -hmm. choose one i'm i'm a really big fan though of bloat like yeah bloat's awesome yeah. i love bloat if I ever get a chance to have a fucking pet and then get like the dust or whatever, yeah. and then can make it into a baby bloat, oh, uh, that is, that's Blo everything I've ever wanted. Bloat's one of those just super, like, I love humanoid 
monsters. Like, humanoid mm -hmm. bosses are always the most terrifying because, like, you know that they're intelligent mm -hmm. because they're a human, sort of, you know? And then they're, like, fucking demonic, basically. Like, yeah. bloat. Imagine, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, think, I think they could have even done better with bloat room. It made him even more intimidating and terrifying. Like imagine maybe like a... maybe like what if he was like dragging chains with like hands yeah, on so, it? Yeah. So like what I was thinking is like imagine just scrap the room entirely, but now you got bloat that's asleep with a bunch of dead bodies around him that he was eating and he's chained Ew. up and then he breaks out of the fucking chains and just starts chasing with all these flies Ooh. around him. Like like truly terrifying. I mean, just like running at you. I mean, that would be Horrific. That'd be cool as fuck. Yeah, I no, mean, yeah, don't get me cool. wrong. They, they, with what the engine has, I mean, Bloat Room is also like really cool looking. It's like the experiment in the middle, like something going on yeah. there, and just protecting it or something. It's terrifying, but yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. I love him. I love Mini him. Mm -hmm. I also love uh, the new bosses that are coming out. There's like this humanoid knight thing. Oh, I haven't seen out. them. Um, let me show you real quick, and I'll show people that are listening as well. But I, I just love humanoid bosses. They're just always the most terrifying. Mm -hmm. Well, it feels more realistic, right? Mm -hmm. So here's Akka, and I will uh, send you this real quick. That's funny. I call my cousin Akka. His name is Anthony. We call him Akka. Really? Yeah. Like, like this, though? like Or uh, A-K-K-H-A. This gives me, like, wilderness vibes. Yeah. This guy, like, his face looks terrifying. I know he's, like, a human. I think he's more giant. I think he's like not like human size. I think he's more like big. I I don't know the scaling exactly how big you're gonna be compared to him, but he is just yeah. like terrifying. I'm like Jesus. Feet lovers are gonna love that one. Just like you could just tell he's like a murderer. Like he'll just murder anything. But yeah. Yeah. No, he's cool. It seems slightly recycled though. I don't know. Yeah, he's too. In my, he's in my opinion, like yeah. because like all the wieldy bosses like look so similar to this. You know what I mean? So it. Somewhat feels recycled. Just... Yeah, like those. Are you talking about the Mage Arena two ones that you have to spawn, or are you talking think, uh, or like um, Vedion? Yeah, like Vedion and stuff. I think. Well, I've only done Mage Arena two once, and I I did it back when they were just Black Demons, but they changed the uh, models of them to actually look like unique bosses. Those look so cool, and I think part of the reason they look so cool is because you never fight them. You just fight them once, basically get your cape. But those ones, like, have you done Mage Arena two? That's the one, yeah, that's the one where you get the cape, right? That's not the Bones to Peaches one? No, no, yeah, no, no, that's out in the wilderness where you have to go kill the three minions or whatever with the locator yeah. orb. You've done that? Yes. Yeah, those those three things that spawn, yeah. like, those are cool. Oh, like, aren't you talking about, like, uh, Ceridomen and... Yeah, like, uh, those things, and yeah. I'm, I'm very unfamiliar with them because I literally never even killed them because they were black demons at one point before they oh. updated them yeah so oh, I've, yeah. I've literally only seen them a, a handful of times and i've been in a stream where somebody's oh, yes, doing yeah. the two Those yeah they're very sick. they're very very cool looking yeah i love them okay mr Miaugi asks are you into fitness oh uh, okay this is this is a twist he wants me to say fitness dick in my mouth that's what he wants <laughs> me to say okay uh, this is very standard for Mr. Miyogi. Yeah. I know it's Miyogi, but I always call him Miyogi. Yeah. Very, very standard for him. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So fucking dumb. 
Um, but yeah, I, I guess we'll just, I know he's not mentioning that, but are you into fitness? And Oh, okay. Well, like from an, an actual question. Yeah, an actual question. Um, yeah, no, I am. I've definitely been um, trying to be more consistent with it. Like I told you, um, I feel like I gained some weight over COVID and I have a sit down job and then I come home and I stream and I'm just sitting down more. Mm-hmm. And so I put on like probably like 20 pounds over the past two and a half years and it's made me feel super self-conscious like i know i'm still skinny like you know what i mean like i I weigh 125 pounds yeah yeah like i know i'm small but like when before covid i was like 104 like 105 it makes you feel some way when you know like i'm like oh i'm pushing like 126 but it's also like i don't mind so much the number of the weight it's just I can like I feel it like in my clothes sometimes, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like I just don't fit in it the same and it makes me feel super self-conscious. So I've probably for the past eight months like been a lot better about my fitness and stuff. And I definitely am not where I want to be fully, but I'm definitely proud of like the progress I've made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely need to be more consistent with it and just add more different types of like exercises. Because Right now I just kind of like walk slash run. 30 minutes a day and I do like some sort of like workout it's like combination like yoga or like um like abs Mm -hmm. like it's just like a combo like arm stuff um for like a couple of minutes but I would like to do more and I'm hoping that when I move back into my house hopefully within the next month that I'll be able to allocate more time to fitness because I won't have to worry about um going to visit the ferrets and everything because yeah. i don't live with them right now so that build like an takes actual out. routine yeah you know like everything takes time out of your day so if i have to go spend an hour at my house you know playing with my ferrets to get them to run around you know that's time i could be doing something else so maybe when i move back home i'll be able to you know allocate a little more time hi my cat just joined hello cat hey jinxie she wants she wants treats she only comes up here for treats. Um, yeah, COVID, I did a number on uh, a lot of people, just like health-wise and just... Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't really even experience the, the horrible effects of COVID in my everyday life because I would literally sat at home anyway. So, like, I never mm-hmm. even, like, it was never even a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, but... I will say, like, yeah, I mean, I gained weight ever since I started streaming, just sitting down so much and just not doing things. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, I mean, it really is just the consistency of just moving yeah, your body no. and like wanting it enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's the real thing. Like, you can't ever tell anybody to do it, like, you gotta decide to do it. A hundred percent. Like, you gotta like, hit it, your tipping point. For me, it was like hit, hit your tipping point, and they're like, okay, I gotta do something. Yeah, for me, it was, like, not fitting in my jeans, like, or leggings, like, a certain way. And I was like, oh, I don't like how this feels. But, um, like, it, it, it's not the number that bothers me. It's more so just, like, the physique. Like, I just want to tighten, like, yep. up. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I actually think it's better that I put on weight because I was so small, like, at points. Like, mm-hmm. where people, like, doctors would literally, like, ask my parents if I was, like, throwing up you know they thought I was like bulimic or anorexic and my mom was just like no like this girl eats and like she's not throwing up you know but I was just so small and I feel like I couldn't even donate blood blood because I have to be like at least 120 pounds Mm -hmm. to donate blood and I wanted to and I couldn't so like it's 
when you're low on that BMI scale, like, I'm, I'm sure there's some type of, like, something internally that's probably not good for you happening. So I think it's better that I'm at this higher weight. Yeah. But I also have to make sure that I don't... Um, you want to feel good inside. Yeah. Well. I just want to, like, make sure I'm working out and I'm tightening it so it's, like, good weight and not bad weight. Because right now I think it's not entirely, like the best extra weight mm -hmm. no i totally agree with that like i i will check the scale just to see my progress and stuff like i'll check it like once a week or so but mm -hmm. i've never been obsessed with the number i just i will look in the mirror and be like i i either look like shit <laughs> or i look decent and like you know i'm happy with what i look like yeah and so that's what i always judge it off of just how i feel and the other like cool thing about like literally just just moving your body like exerting some fucking effort in your body daily is that yeah, yeah it just tightens things up it just makes you feel less soft you just feel a little bit more toned and stuff which is a really good feeling when you're just i don't know but yeah, yeah. that's i mean i'm old i'm too i mean we're both old but like i'm 27 and like uh it's not i'm not i'm, I'm not getting any younger ever yeah I'm, old, no. I'm only getting older so like at this point it's like okay I've, I've come to some real realizations that i'm mortal and like i'm a human and so like <laughs> there there's obviously i don't know like i want to feel good for my life you know what something i thought about was like i was thinking of old people Mm -hmm. specifically like my grandparents and i don't mean to just like shit on my grandparents but like <laughs> but like my grandparents um are overweight like a lot of old people you know mm -hmm. and i always wondered like why are like why why does grandma gets so cranky all the time like and i barely ever see them because they always lived across the country but whenever we'd go visit i swear to god it was like we're having a fun time and then your just grandparents are getting cranky and yelling and just getting pissed off at everything you know kids running around and shit and it's like i i came to this realization like no what i mean imagine lugging around an extra hundred pounds like just all the time like your back hurts your feet hurt your neck hurts like just everything's aching and then you have a bunch of kids running around screaming or something you know like that yeah. like, that can't be helping your mood by just having all this excess weight on you that you don't need so i was just considering i was like i want to i don't want to be that old cranky man when i'm older i want to be yeah. like fit and not have that affecting my mood of like i feel like shit because i'm old and unhealthy <laughs> you know what i mean so, no like, exactly i think it's super important to like take care of yourself and by the way you look really good because you send like progress photos every once in a while to me on snapchat and I like you, you you really do look you look good um but i think it's so important and i think at the same time um fitness in general like it's good brain juice you know what i mean like yeah. it's a it's addictive and you just feel so good and once you really do become consistent with it it's like i need to go to the gym i need to get on the track like i have to do this you know what i mean yeah yeah it's such a good place to be in. and you you even stop realizing how bad you used to feel because like yeah. last year if i were to literally just take a screenshot of last year and just like see see how i felt right then like, mm -hmm. I was constantly, like, if I ever, like, even wanted to go and see people, I would instantly be become self-conscious because I knew I had an extra 25 pounds of fat on me, just, like, straight up. And I wasn't moving often, and I wasn't eating great. And, uh, of course, eating a lot of high-fat, high-sodium shit just makes you feel tired and lethargic and lazy and gross. Yeah. 
and you eventually when you start like getting a little bit more healthy and like i've gone through health phases like even in college i was a lot more fit because i actually like fucking did stuff but mm-hmm. like it's so much better you just feel so much better <laughs> it's crazy yeah. like i i oh, hate to just keep really like is. drilling this in but like seriously life in general is just so much better Everything. Yeah, I feel, I feel like people don't actually believe, you know, like runner's high. Yeah. It's a hundred percent a thing. Like oh, yeah. that shit is, oh my God. Yeah, when you start great. running all the time, <laughs> yeah. you love that shit. Like people are like, oh, no, I hate running. Like I can assure you if you actually started running and like, like ran in a way that you start slow and then you increase, not like, I'm just going to go fucking run five miles. Like, no wonder you don't like running. Like, you're trying to run five miles. You're running too hard. Like, you're running too fast. You're not pacing yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if you really took the time to, like, do stuff like that, you'd realize that it actually all is so, so addictive the more you do it and you feel better and you're addicted to feeling better, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, but it does take multiple weeks. Like, I, it, for me, it took, like, a good six weeks to really drill in the habit. And listen, I don't even run. In fact, I've run, I've ran, like, maybe twice in the past three months. I walk. I just walk. I it. love walking. Walking, yeah. like, dude, I used to have this weird uh, thought in my head that walking did nothing for you. Like I seriously, no. I seriously for, for my whole life just thought walking was pointless. It was just to get places, you know, like it wasn't actually doing anything healthy for you, but walking is such a good fat burner. I have literally like, uh, and I've, I've mentioned this on rambles and potentially save a too. I hope I'm not like over saying this kind of stuff, but like I've literally lost over 25 pounds just this year. And all it was, was literally walking and doing some you know, resistance training here and there, like three mm-hmm. times a week. And it's just walking every day. Like, that's all I fucking do. I just walk, like, just for, like, an hour to three hours. And three hours it sounds quite, like, a lot, but, like, I have the free time. But, like, even an hour is so fucking beneficial. And it increases yeah. blood flow. Listen, people have come to me in my stream when I'm doing, like, something click intensive. Like, how does your wrist not hurt? Or, like, or people will be like, how do you avoid wrist pain when doing certain things? Like, dude just move your body like generally yeah. speaking some people obviously have wrist issues and other things but like generally speaking if you just have increased blood flow every day you're not going to be aching you're not going to be having these like horrible like tense wrists and shit like that like you're just going to have increased blood thro- flow throughout the day it's so much better yeah for you. no no it's so so good for you um something actually for like people who do have like wrist problems because i do mm-hmm. um hand exercises i feel like people don't believe hand exercises really do stuff but they do if you do like every day a couple of minutes you could like youtube like hand exercises and also get yourself like a stress ball and you have to like squeeze really hard and like hold it for a few seconds and like expand your hand like for a few seconds like very all like that stuff is also like really good but then going back to um like exercising when you're doing things like lifting or or other things like that like you're putting your your body to use so it's like like you're building up strength even in your wrist like i feel like you don't notice it you know what i mean because you're not doing wrist exercises per se but like you're picking up things in general and like things are connected to things so like yeah of course and like you said like blood flow all of that stuff it's really good and actually um walking is probably one of the best forms of exercise because yeah it's not the thing is people are always like oh yeah you have to run right no like 
well, running is actually super bad for your knees. And walking is like the least tense on your body. So it's actually the best form of exercise and you're burning fat. The only difference with running is that it's like, it's more cardiovascular, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. more about like pumping, like, you know, like that'll high like, intense. That, like, yeah, that'll like actually build stamina and build stuff. Like if you yeah. just walk all the time, you're never going to be able to run longer distances because you're not used to it. Like if you really wanted to build stamina, like and yes. train like training is when you actually have to in- make intense things but if your whole goal is just fat loss walking is yeah walking is fine and i feel like that's why people are so turned off to the idea of exercise sometimes because they're just like they feel like oh, they well, need like, to go to a gym and like run yeah. on a treadmill for two hours <laughs> like like you that. literally could do everything at home for free outside on your block you yeah, know like yeah. you don't need to do an hour to like three hours like you said you could just do 30 minutes a day five mm-hmm. days a week and like even that i find that like you start off little like that and then you end up wanting to actually do more like 30 minutes is too short you know you want to go for 45 you want to go for an hour um but like you just have to start somewhere and anything is better than nothing i mean like literally 30 minutes a day getting off your ass going outside touch grass get some fresh freaking air (laughs) like you know it's just so good for you yeah and like when you really take a broader look just like a zoom out almost and just realize you're a human you're not a robot you're a fucking human being and like you're programmed to like move you're programmed to get sun you're programmed to like get fresh air and stuff you're gonna be so miserable and depressed if you just oh my god just ignore those basic human needs i mean yeah we're not programmed to sit (laughs) all day yeah all day the way we do like we do it but yeah, we're like, definitely no, not no fucking wonder too. my mental health was like so much more shit for the past like two years prior to this yeah. year like it just didn't understand that and i was even talking to an old friend of mine who's gained some weight recently but he was always this like super shredded not shredded buff wise but just a really skinny kid that did a bunch of sports and never had an ounce of fat on him it looked like you know um but he's married now and has kids and like he's pushing 200 pounds now and he doesn't understand how to lose weight like he doesn't understand because he's never dealt with it out of like 25 years of living you know yeah and so now he has to realize oh i actually like have to learn how to lose weight and like maintain and control my weight because like yeah it catches up to you i don't know yeah i feel like there's also no excuse like like think of yourself as like a parent um walk with the stroller if they're too young you know what i mean um walk with your kids you know what i mean like it's good family time it's good exercise for you for them like you definitely can make it work i think most people just make excuses as to why they can't or won't do things and then they wonder why they're so depressed and so unhappy but can tell you exactly why they're depressed and unhappy but will literally not do anything to make it better you know what i mean and i'm just like you it's not just gonna happen like i'm sorry it's not just gonna like you're not gonna wake up one day and be like oh yeah i'm I'm, like good like you genuinely have to work on happiness and feeling good and and stuff like that yeah and it's so much of it's just habit breaking that's like the biggest thing just break those habits and it just takes for me and i know i think like the golden rule is like six weeks to break habits and build new ones that which sounds like a long fucking time but like it's it's true though at least that's what i saw Cause no, I had, I had horrible habits. Like I had all these delivery food apps. Like I'm ready to fucking order some shitty food. Like every day I was ready to just sit on my ass all day. It's like, you got to break that. You got to 
put in the effort to like get rid of those temptations stuff like i had to go through my fucking emails and delete and unsubscribe from all the pizza places i was subscribed to and all the I'll random fast food and random delivery places that i just like inevitably got subscribed to from ordering from there you know what i mean like yeah, i had to get rid no. of that temptation because you just check your email and you're like oh that looks fucking good i'm gonna get that later today <laughs> you know yeah right you're like wow that's a really fucking good deal like let me go get it <laughs> like unironically that actually was a huge help just getting rid of that trash oh i i could i bet (laughs) i really do mental uh not mental sorry um email i swear to god drives like my mental health sometimes because i see all these fucking emails and i'm just like oh my god it's very like overwhelming too you know what i mean so it's just like yeah i I could see where like cleaning up your inbox could be (laughs) therapeutic as fuck getting rid of the shit from your life you know what i mean I think I might have mentioned this on another cast, but I even went as far as to like whenever I would go on Twitter and I'm scrolling and I see a food ad, I would click on the little three dots and say, I'm not interested in this ad. Like I would literally get rid of like because I would get Wingstop ads and the wings just look so irresistible. Like I want to get that now. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they yes. nail it with those food ads every time. Uh. And I'm like, fuck. So I literally had to go in and say I'm not interested or like block this, <laughs> like block this restaurant from ever showing anything because I was seriously struggling for the first few weeks trying to resist. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to happen now? I'm going to get Taco Bell ads <laughs> on my fucking my Twitter because we've been talking about Taco Bell a couple of times. So yeah, like, it'll just yay. pop up all of a sudden. I'll let you know if it does. I'm yeah. sure it will because everyone's fucking listening through my phone anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know I'm not like a health guru. I don't ever want to come off that way. I just want to like uh, – the reason I've recently for, – for those listening that have like wa- listened this far, I am really – passionate about like gamers just like getting out of their chair and just moving because i was in my chair for three years straight and i was not happy like i just wasn't like overall relatively i was not happy obviously i could have been a lot like worse off but like (sighs) i just feel passionate about explaining it now so I, i know i've been talking about it more recently on cast but like oh it's so important i just want people to like just feel better and just have an improved mood all the time because it seriously has had a huge impact in my life and i'm way happier so yeah i mean i think there's a lot of um depression in like the gaming community yeah Uh, and i know definitely in our community and you definitely can attribute it to something as what you think is so little as like exercise and like um just being more conscious conscientious of your uh, choices and stuff um it genuinely yeah it's it's life-changing you know what i mean so i i do think it's like it's good that you like talk about it and everything because i think people just kind of pass it off yeah and it's just like well that's not gonna make me happy you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. like happiness is filled by a bunch of different like like little things avenues that come into like one thing so you, you can't just attribute it to like one thing or the other it's a bunch of things that come Mm -hmm. in and definitely like exercise and being conscious of what you eat and all that stuff is like super important yeah and it all comes like step by step you don't need to make any crazy changes but you can improve on something like the biggest thing that most people say is just start drinking less soda or if you really need your soda drink only diet like things with no calories like just just do Mm -hmm. it and i know there's studies that are saying like oh like zero zero calories will still make like they'll they'll give you the feeling of that you're taking in calories but then it eventually will like backfire on you and make you even hungrier 
but mm. like it's still better than just chugging a bunch of fucking sugar water in my opinion so i mean like at the end of the day anything is better than nothing you know yeah, what i mean just making if you're making things. even the smallest effort is just so big because the small efforts like you know the little things you do turn into bigger things and then by the time you know like you look back a year later and you're like living a completely different lifestyle and all it's all you did was start with something so simple like cutting soda out of your diet you know and drinking more water or something like that and then like see where you are a year from then it really it just it takes time but small steps are like big steps in like the future you know yeah okay here's a good topic from Slurpo. he asks what are some of the struggles you've had to overcome during your streaming career which i think we've kind of already brought up earlier but he also asks how have they affected you or helped you to grow as a person and or and a streamer and then he also asks what are your thoughts on elitism and backseating do they have a place in the community it's a good question like yeah um yeah, we did talk a little bit of like struggles mm -hmm. and all that. Um, we can just cover the last one, like yeah. backseating. Yeah, I would say I don't like elitism so much. Um, just because when I, the times I've personally experienced it, it's very obnoxious, especially as like a person who's learning the game. You know, it's so confusing. You're throwing so much information at me. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Like, what you mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, bro, I get it. You know your shit, but you're not helping me by any means. And what I also noticed, and this also goes into backseating, the chat starts fucking arguing with each other about what is or isn't the best method. And then I'm fucking confused. Because, like, now I don't, I now I really don't know, like, what I should be doing or I shouldn't be doing because everyone's just disagreeing with each other and I'm not getting anywhere with it. But, um, th that's, like, I don't know, the high-level community sometimes, like, pisses me off. It's just, like, well, I could do and say whatever I want. Like, I know people like that where they're just, like, well, I'm Max. You know, like, yep. when you're Max, like, come talk to me. Like, what, what kind of, like, fucking egotistical shit is that? Like, I don't give a shit that you're fucking Max. If anything, you're telling me you're Max, so, like, I know that, like you're playing a shitload of this fucking game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're you're bragging that, like, you stayed inside, like, a certain amount of hours. Like, and there's nothing wrong with it if you are playing the game. Like, I sit inside and I play the video game. But if you're fucking bragging like that to, like, boost your own fucking ego, like, sit the fuck down. Like, I don't care how long you've played this game. I don't care how maxed you are, what you have on your account. I, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, but um, I think there's a place for, like constructive like backseating and like elitism you mm -hmm. know what i mean if you're being helpful about it you're being nice about it you're not arguing with people in chat about it making the streamer uncomfortable like yep. making you feel like should i time somebody out should i ban somebody because it's getting too far like that's when it really starts to just like interrupt the whole like good vibes in a stream and Absolutely. that's when i don't like it and especially when it when it starts to become unhelpful like it's just like why are we even talking about this like you're not helping me at all so i'd rather just watch a youtube video google it do it wrong you know yeah then then deal with that shit i've had this topic brought up in multiple uh casts and it's always yeah like you you nailed it but I've just never dealt with that. Maybe because I am the fucking person that's played the most out of, mo of many of my viewers. So I don't usually have to deal with the backseating. But I do appreciate the backseating when I'm 
doing something incorrectly. Now, oh, I, I will just straight, I will just straight up say like, I'm not going to do that, even though I know it's better or I know it's faster because I'm not going to enjoy that or I don't want to learn it right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, straight up, I've just never had to deal necessarily with people just coming in and be like, do this, do that. You're not doing that. Or it's like, mm. oh, yeah. Which like they nice. tell me what I should or shouldn't do because of like what stats I do or don't have, what gear I do or don't have. Like you shouldn't be rating. Like no wonder you haven't gotten a purple at Chambers. Like you get X amount of points. Yeah, like, fuck them. And it's just like, okay, but I'm enjoying raining. So why shouldn't I do it? Because I don't have a Dragon Warhammer because I don't have all this like gear. Yeah, yeah. I I'm having fun dying. Like the other day I was raiding with Slurpo. We were doing a, a duo. And uh, first room we had was Tecton. And we fucking died between the two of us five fucking times to Tecton. And it was the funniest greatest fucking time i've had raiding you know and yeah. let me tell you i didn't get a lot of points i mean it was the first room so i didn't lose a shit ton of points yeah. but um it was like yeah i lost points i lost efficiency like i lost a percent of a purple like ugh, it's bro but can you take away the fact that i just had the greatest fucking laugh the greatest time on stream having an amazing time like just dying repeatedly to tecton between the two of us like that's just like that's stuff you just take with you a different way yeah 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 that's totally fair like uh it's always fun first honestly if anyone's trying to take that from you it's just like okay leave like shut yeah. the fuck up let me have fun let me do it the slow way if it's mm -hmm. less painful you know i'm the one who's streaming you know i'm the one who has to like like put myself out there and all of that so like yeah. i'm gonna do it the way that makes me happy and that's not even to say if you're a streamer or not you know what i mean like do it however you want even if it takes longer at the end of the day it's all the same amount of fucking xp if you want to do it slower faster so be it yeah hootie tootie asks if you could have any animal shrunk down to the size of a dog as a pet what animal would you choose hmm would it be the otter I guess otters I would, can be that size. Well, not really. Baby otters. How big are baby otters? They're pretty small. I always can think... I, yeah, go for it. No, I was gonna... They're like... They're like... The size of your arm, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like in length, like lengthwise, kind mm -hmm. of? Maybe not that long. Pretty big. I feel like they're like four or five ferrets combined, depending on how old they are. You know what I would want? I'd, I'd want like uh, I'd want like a panda I think like oh that'd be so like, cute like a little like panda like I'm talking like puppy size though I don't even want like a big dog size I want like a little puppy like panda or something or like a sloth or just yeah I don't know Oh no! I find sloths so ugly, dude. <laughs> they, I, they grew me out. <laughs> this this sounds dangerous almost, but I would even like consider getting like a little. Uh, like a miniature lion that's like the size of you know a puppy like a lion <laughs> can you imagine that like, how, how fucking cute that'd be, that'd be terrifying though if it got like aggressive and shit i don't know oh yeah no no, no. that that would be bad i mean <laughs> yeah, like, but, like cute yeah no cute. i i think i would have to go with like an elephant or a giraffe like going back to like favorite animals yeah, yeah. those like, would just be so cool miniature you're right bro a giraffe holy that would be amazing I would love that so Actually, much. Actually, I take it all back. You know what I want? What? I want a blue whale. 
That's the a size. Blue. Like I'm talking like those long ass blue whales, but you can yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. in like a big ass fish tank, but it's like the size of a little puppy. Like this little I don't know, that'd be kinda cool. But now <laughs> now I think I think I'm gonna stick with the like uh the I don't know, panda or the lion or something. Or even like yeah. imagine even getting like a cheetah. That's like a tiny little cheetah. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, um, true. I mean they kind of have like don't they have like Bengal cats and stuff that like? Yeah, I guess like a cat would honestly fill that role already. You know. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, imagine a mini polar bear. Bro. Dope. Wait, but you'd have to keep it like super cold all the time. I don't know. Do you know those You're... things can swim? Like, I, 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 this, I'm, this might be wrong, but I don't think so. I think they swim like tens of miles, if not hundreds of miles, in like fucking below freezing water like they'll like, like swim a, to insane. islands like they will yeah, just no. swim to islands and they'll like eat seals for fat while they're like on their journey swimming i'm like jesus fucking these guys are <laughs> crazy like what the fuck can you just imagine like your journey now is to swim 200 miles to the nearest piece of ice or the next piece of land or whatever and like you're hungry and so you're just like looking for seals to eat and just fucking eat them alive you're like jesus you are terrifying <laughs> like, yeah no, no 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 like you are they're, not they're scary yeah they're, they're scary polar bears honestly like i used to think they were cute as a kid but now the more i've like kind of read up on them they are terrifying you see their fucking face they just have blood on their mouth and just ready to kill anything in sight like oh yeah. my god when i think of bears though like i find them so cute nowadays because there's this there's a show called We Bear Bears, and it's an ice bear, a grizz bear, and a panda bear, and they're like brothers, and they're so fucking cute. <laughs> and they have like little episodes where it's like they're, they're like baby ones of them, and they're so cute. So like, if I ever saw any of these bears in person, I would I would like think about the show and be like, oh yeah, they're so like fucking cute. And then it would probably just like rip my head off, <laughs> you know, because I'm just totally not ready for what a fucking bear actually is like IRL. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. I just imagine being in a situation like in a forest and you just see this bear. Or like, uh, I was even told um, that like if a dog starts chasing you, like a fucking terrifying dog that's like off its leash and about to attack you, what you do is like you you uh, raise your arms and then get ready to like pounce it on its nose basically to like. Yeah, right? Don't they say like get big, you know? I, I think for bears you get big or something. Oh, like, okay, but, like okay. for a dog you raise your hands because they'll, they'll try to reach for your hands apparently. Like they'll, they'll think something's in it or something. But oh. I would be like, dude, I don't think even my natural instincts would even allow me to raise my hands because I'd be like, it's going to bite my crotch now. You know what I mean? Or like just oh, fucking. Oh, true. Like I don't. Even though people tell me to do that, there's no way in a real situation I would ever do that. You know what I mean? Like, I would no, be just fucking running. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just... how, how many situations in life they're like, when this happens, you should do this. I am telling you that I am not remember <laughs> any remembering any the, of the advice that you gave me. I am just going I, to fucking react. Yeah. No, no. I'm not going to lie. I think the only thing that's drilled in me enough is stop, drop, and roll with fire. Right? If I was caught on fire, yes. I actually think I'd stop, drop, and roll. Because that was actually drilled into me as a small kid for years. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was always stop, drop, and roll. So, I think if I was lit on fire somehow, I would actually stop, drop, and roll. But I, I would also be probably running for, like, the first five seconds, being like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, I'd be like, I'm still not out. I'm not. Like, what do I do? still on me. Okay, what do I do? All right, stop, drop, roll. Yeah, that'd be fucking awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, the Duck Chris. What movies or TV do you think have outstanding inspirational art? There's a lot of topics that think you're just, like, one of, like, the greatest artists of all time, which I do agree with, by the way. But there's a lot of art questions, so uh, yeah. I, I well, still, I'm still very curious, though. Um, It's so funny, yeah, because I just, like, I'm like, man, they don't know that I'm just some, like, some, some <laughs> scrub. <laughs> some fucking, like... I, I, art scrub. They, they think like your like your career is art or Bro, something. I am yeah. literally like fucking Van Gogh. You don't even know. <laughs> I've been hiding it from you guys all this I, time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I really do think you're a very talented artist. Like, uh, oh. and I, I appreciate that you will share your art on stream and like also give art to viewers and stuff. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, oh, this question: What movies or TV do I think have that standing? art um i can't think of any specific movie the only thing i can think of is like just very well shot like shows like very good cinematography you know like yeah game of thrones breaking bad uh like stuff like that you know what i mean Dude, like stuff Better that's like well known yes i i'm actually supposed to watch the new episode that came out like yesterday yeah, after yesterday. we're done today oh, yeah. is, it, is it good yeah. i'm sure it's good can i can i share one thing yeah, yeah. Without it, spoiling, I, yeah. I, it's not spoiling, although I you'll know kind of what the episode's about. Mm-hmm. So it's all about Gene. That's oh, all I'll say. It, it, the whole thing, the whole thing is about Gene. So anyway, it's oh. really it's really cool. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't. I hopefully hopefully that wasn't too much of a spoiler for anybody else that's like listening. They weren't expecting that, but uh, it's not really a spoiler but obviously yeah, no, we we're no, gonna no. get to see more of that eventually so yeah. it's really good but like that is art like when you watch better call yes. saul or breaking bad those little scenes where it's just music and they're like yes. making meth or some shit or like mm-hmm. doing things like that is art in my opinion like that's cool it's it's just so well done like <laughs> yeah. i don't dude i don't know if i could put a show above breaking bad or like better call saul oh, like be- i think better call saul right now is the greatest television of all yes. time no i i 100 agree it's phenomenal when people tell me that they can't get through breaking bad i'm just like please just give it a chance get through it i promise you're gonna get hooked and then you Dude. need to watch better call salt because it it's even better the storyline yep. is fantastic it's like it's actually almost fucking perfect we my brothers and I, so I live with my two brothers and we were upstairs watching last night's episode together and we paused it and we're like dude how for for that episode in particular we, it was just kind of drawn out a little bit and we're like how does vince gilligan get away with this this boring shit so much dialogue things that with a normal show i'd be like okay i'm bored i'm leaving like this yeah this is, but you want to know why and what we came to the conclusion of is that you trust him you know there's a payoff because every fucking time there's always been a payoff like you now yes. just trust that whatever's going on is going to have the most epic payoff of all time even if it's like the slowest burn ever you know no, it's I, going I somewhere agree. great and it's just because, like oh i love it yeah like if you think about better call us all season one it was slow 
Yep. Like very yep. slow because it's it's completely setting up the story. Yeah. But Better Call Saul consistently is like setting up storylines yeah. kind of and it's very <laughs> yeah. slow. And but then you have the episodes that fucking hit you. So it's like this yeah. slow warm up for like absolute it's like, fucking amazing storyline, plot, like telling, yeah. like cinematography, like and the way they film it. It's it's so just good. like it's un it's hard to describe because it's just it's just filmed so fucking well that I, I can't I can't explain it to you. The scenes are just done in such a specific manner. It, it, it's beautiful. It really it, is. It's, it's gorgeous. beautiful TV. Yeah, it really uh, is. Yeah, like I, I was even just comparing it to Chambers in my head. Just you doing all this boring shit, like just burning. You're going so dry, but then when you get that purple, it's like oh, you know. Yeah like the greatest feeling ever and it's just like everything makes sense and like it's eye-opening and you're just actually like what the actual fuck yeah you know amazing the other thing i really just uh, really appreciate about vince gilligan breaking bad and better call saul just is it's such good television it's never trying to be overly dramatic or create problems out of nothing you know what i mean yeah like, yes. It, it's not like just drama to be drama. It's like there's actually fucking shit going on and it's good. I don't know what it is. Like compared to every other television where it's just like And you bad, know what's bad. like great about it? Like it's not even super famous actors or actresses. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? It's not Brad like, Pitt, not fucking Tom yeah. Cruise. It's like like yeah. Kim Wexler is phenomenal. Like her acting yep. Like, even when she's acting in the actual, like, you know, when, when she's, like, kind of, like, lying or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just so phenomenally done. Like, she yeah. blows you away yeah. as an actress. And she's, I don't know anything else that she's in. Like, I know a, a couple of, like, the actors and stuff are, like, here and there and other things, mm-hmm. but not many of them are in, in like, super huge roles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like, and they're fantastic, and I love that. I can appreciate a show that does not have too many big actors or actresses, like maybe one or two, or even none. If I can watch a show and there's no super famous person in it, and that's what gets them famous, I love that. Yeah, that's impressive. Like nowadays, yeah. when I see a movie, like a trailer for a movie, and there's no huge names, I'm already like, this looks yes. crappy. <laughs> like this looks oh, shitty. Like, you know what I I love, um, and I hope this is not super David, but debatable god i can't speak um stranger things like it really grows as they get older like season four really blew me away unfortunately i I only watched the first season and the couple episodes of season two i just you can't get into it this is my problem i'm not a tv show watcher which is very fucking impressive how i am able to just absolutely fall in love with better call Saul and breaking bad like I am very, very picky. I cannot watch things that are just not just absolutely top quality. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, this is a problem of mine is I cannot watch. I almost can't watch anything that's family friendly anymore. Anything mm. that's made for all ages, I can't watch yes. anymore. I just, I'm just not interested. I seriously I get not. that. I, I need to watch something that. that's very mature. What I will say <laughs> yeah. about Stranger Things, it's like the story gets scarier and like more gruesome like as dark. they get older as care yeah it gets darker as mm-hmm. they get older and as the seasons progress so you really feel like it is somewhat childish yeah. of course because it is children acting and it is family friendly yeah. um but like season 4 compared to season 1 
like it they really like you really see that progression season to season how much darker the storyline gets like i promise you season four is like great i don't know if you i don't know if you'll like the whole entire thing no i mean to be honest i actually i enjoyed stranger things season one you know when it was just stranger things i actually i'm sorry season two is so bad i I gotta admit oh god that's probably why i burned out of it yeah season two um something that just puts me off um you watch it i it's been out for years i've, I I've watched like... a couple episodes of it I yeah out, so, but like, i i feel like if i say something it's not really gonna spoil it it's season mm, two it's been fine. out for years so um like they bring up Eleven's sister for like two episodes and yeah. she's never she's never brought up again <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> like, they're like just trying like trying it's to bring like up the something. weirdest fucking filler Yikes. that i've ever had to watch it's cringe it doesn't feel right it doesn't fit it never gets closed off. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Season two, like, the first half is really bad. The second half is better. Season three, I liked it. I genuinely mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Season four, though, man, my emotions see, were all see, over the that's, place. See, that's the other really cool thing I appreciate about Better Call Saul is they knew what the story was from start to finish. There's no way they were, like, season by season, like, oh, this would be cool. to me. It's like... No, those seasons don't really stand alone. You have to have the entire picture, which makes way better television than being like, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to make another season. Shit, we got to come out with some ideas. What are some like? No, you could tell that it's it's so well thought out. They're yeah. like, they haven't thought about like ABC. They've thought about ABCDEF. Like, the, yeah, it's all everything. it's all there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I The storyline really, <laughs> it's so phenomenally like written. Like, if you think Breaking Bad is good, Better Call Saul just. I think it's Absolutely. better, but that's it, my yeah. opinion. That's my opinion. No, because, no. Because, and I, I, I understand agree. like most people like more action and more explosions yeah. and more fucking violence. Yeah. Better Call Saul has less of it. It still has it, but like just less and it's more dialogue and character developed and it's just like, or development yes. focused. Yeah. But I love that. I love like arcs and character development, which is a big reason why I liked Game of Thrones because there's so many arcs going on at the same time. There's so much character development and and growth. You you know, they fucked it up at the end. Like, let's be honest. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones. I watch all um, Game of Thrones and I don't talk about Game of Thrones anymore. You want to know why? Because they (laughs) royally fucked it up. Like, like, there's no excuse for it. No, they... So, I, I don't even... I don't even... I would love... I mean, trust me. I would absolutely... It would be a dream of mine to be able to praise Game of Thrones. I just can't because what the yeah. fuck? I think Game of Thrones had it not... What was season seven is the last one I'm thinking, right? Season seven? Season eight, wasn't it? Season eight, okay. Yeah, yeah. season seven was like right. the final like big thing where we're like, oh shit, what's going to happen for the last few episodes? Yeah, season Yeah, eight. I don't understand like if they had... And I know they were falling off a little bit towards the end because they ran out of, like, books and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. But I feel like they could have came back with season eight, but they just, like, threw it to the fucking ground and it was, like, the most despicable thing. Well, I- I'll say that season eight, episodes, like, one, two, and three, I actually really, really liked them. I think we liked them because we just didn't think they could do any wrong. So we kept seeing it as though, oh, this has got to lead to something bigger and better, even though it didn't. It just yeah, dog shit. Which So now if you were to rewatch it, you'd be like, oh, God, I know where this is going. Yeah, because you know. You know what's going to happen. The thing is just like, how do you build up seven seasons of this storyline of like the White Walkers? And it's literally one episode dismantled, gone. (laughs) Like. Now, how the, could you do that? I'm going to be honest. The whole White Walker 
arc. Like I just I I hated anything that was too supernatural that felt like an existential threat. I'm gonna be completely honest. I really liked Game of Thrones back in the early seasons where it was truly about the thrones, politics, yes. uh, fucking you know turning on each other and real character development, not this like weird bullshit this existential godlike i don't know i don't know i didn't really enjoy that i understood that that was always there from you know whatever the early seasons and stuff but like yes. dude if they could have just focused on the more political side and like who's gonna get the throne and if little finger hadn't been fucking killed by two like s- stupid girls no offense but the starks were yeah. not that intelligent to overthrow little finger i'm sorry that's just i hated Arya, she be- she became a bitch. I'm sorry. She's just so annoying. <laughs> and they just were like, the Starks were just perfect. I'm like, this is so fucking dull. They, yeah. Like, you're just, you have to root for them because they do know bad. And But, dude, my brother and I, my older brother and I, we were watching, uh, we called it Thrones. We just called it Thrones. Like, we were watching Thrones. No, but uh, every time a season would end, we would just binge watch these fan theories on youtube and there was these crazy in-depth fan theories about little finger eventually taking the throne at the end and mm-hmm. oh my god it was like the way they would tell like how it could play out potentially was the most like amazing way it could have ended you know and that's what i really like about shows is twists I yes. loved Game of Thrones from early because people would die that you thought were going to be there until the end. Yeah. Like, and, and you always were just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they got rid of that. They just made it like the most basic yeah. ending where good wins. Like, stop. Like, the same thing with Star Wars, which is also why I've stopped enjoying family-friendly films. Like, the new Star Wars made by Disney. I'm That's like, terrible. It's just like, I know what's happening. I know what you're going to do. It's just fucking cookie-cutter bullshit movies. Yeah. Like, I want... What's the chick's name from the new Star Wars? Uh, Ray. Oh, oh, okay. Is that her name? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm just. A, okay. I haven't. Well, the I th- last I one think I her watched. Name's Ray. No, Ray is super. Fam- yeah. No. Yeah. She, she's like the main Jedi person, right? That's turning. Or I don't. I don't even oh, know God, it, because it's been. A, I feel like it's been so long. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen anything all, recently. All, all I know is that like those Star Wars, because they're family friendly. I already know how they're gonna fucking end up. Good wins, whatever. But imagine, like, Ray had joined the Sith at the end. Like, something fucking crazy. We're like, what? And then, like, you know, some other crazy shit happens. That's the kind of movies I love. And those are the kind of shows I love where just, like, shit happens and everyone's gray. There's not, oh, good and bad. It's like, everyone's gray, you know? Yeah, I feel like, why does everybody want that storyline to be, like, that happy ending? Or, like, I mean, it has its place. You know what I mean? I know, and it does in family-friendly films and movies. I just fucking hate it. (laughs) We're talking about high stake shows high stake movies yeah. like you, you just can't fucking do it like it's high stake it's like oh you got all this fucking money to make something great why are you making it such poop like you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like how could you ruin it i don't know game of thrones for me was like on a fucking silver platter at one point and i just don't don't yeah. know why. like they it, handed it, was, it to them it on a the silver best. fucking platter and then they oh. just like absolutely fucking made it dog shit you know i just Oh, it's so upsetting. By the way, I would love if Littlefinger had actually like taken the throne or something. Yeah, he was he, he was he one was, of my favorite he characters. He was fit for it. He was the one that made the show interesting. And then some yes. girls from like the Stark girls end up plotting against him and killing him. Like this is so stupid. Like that is not going to happen. Um, yeah. 
And I actually, like, the fan theory was literally that Littlefinger dies, but it actually wasn't Littlefinger. It was, like, one of the faceless men or whatever. Oh, that, that like, would have been a that would have been Exactly. Amazing, like, I was holding amazing. on to hope for so long. Yes, like, no, he actually yes. died. Like, that's so fucking stupid. Oh, uh, I loved his character. He was just so <laughs> mischievous and just, like, everything about him. Like, he was almost like intoxicating to like watch him on screen i know and he's such a good actor yeah he's just so fucking good at it and then you know like the fact that they had Arya kill like the king and shit when like for seven years it just felt like it was gonna be like john yeah and everything like you know what i mean and it's just like like i don't know the story just i just don't even like to think about it It makes me sick makes me actually sick like why do you like quentin tarantino films Yes, I haven't watched them all. Yeah. He's phenomenal, though. No, like, that, like I those, I love Quentin Tarantino films because when you go into them blind, you have no fucking idea what you're expecting, and shit happens, like yes. crazy shit that you weren't expecting, like people's heads getting blown off. Like that's cool. I love that oh, shit. Yeah. Have you yes, ever? Yes. Okay, these are, and then uh, there's also those movies. Like, have you ever watched? Um, what's it called? Uh, Brawl and Cell ninety nine, and like those really like. <laughs> Like, no, uh, Bone I'm Tomahawk. Gonna... I, I don't expect you to have watched those because they're more indie films, but they are, like, the most gruesome, violent, like, random fucking films ever, but you never know what to expect, but they're just, like, morbid, and you're watching yeah. it, and you're, Every like... Every time I watch an indie, I'm just, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're very morbid. Like, one of them has Vince Vaughn, like, the, the uh, Brawl in Cell 99. It's Vince Vaughn. And he's just this fucking person that goes to prison because he has to to save his wife, basically. And then, like, he goes deeper and deeper into prison. He's, like, he's, like, just beating up, like, cell guards and shit. And he just ends up, like, killing people just to, like, protect his wife. Basically. It's, like, the most gruesome shit of all time. But it's so good because it's just raw. It's, like, thank God. We, yeah. get, we just – we wanted this, you know? We just wanted some raw – just violence like that's indie what... films like do not hold back i don't know if you watched <laughs> um is it some summer summerland midsummer Sum- Mid- fuck yeah there you go midsummer yeah. any a24 <laughs> film is just great too bro i'm telling you i was like in panic mode half the time yeah, during that yeah, film that was great, i great film oh my god it was mind fucking it was just like the story was crazy it was like what the fuck is going have great you watched film. uncut gems Yes. That was good. I that is a good fucking It was so movie. chaotic. The whole time you're just tense. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Adam Sandler, like, seeing him in non-comedy. like comedy, Yeah, it was cool. Like, he's so fucking good. He cool. really is. Great, I, great casting. I love watching actors and actresses doing something that's, like, kind of out of their element that really shows, like, the depth of, like, what they can do. Absolutely. You know? Like, it really is art. It, like, acting on its own is also art. So I love seeing just the way you can push an actor or an actress to just be absolutely phenomenal in a movie that's just not, like, you know, like, if you're always a comedy kind of person, you tend to get, like, comedic roles all all the time. Mm -hmm. So nice when you get to see it out of place in something else, and it's actually genuinely, like, so fucking good. Straight up. All right, Jake C asks, "Why do you think mining on the north side of Guardians of the Rift is better than mining on the south side, like everyone else does?" Easy. All the cuties go to the north side. Uh, I, I mean, I say, I say this in the stream. I say cuties on the north. It's just like is it at the it beginning is. or is it like in the, the middle? whole time? The whole time, it's always north. So, so what I do, or at least what I did, because I only did Guardians of the Rift for like the first five days, 
I would mine on the north side. Most people did go to the south, and I was. You're like, talking about like on the three, two, one, right? Is that what you're talking about? Like when it starts? Yeah, like yeah, okay, when okay. it starts, I'm on the north rock, like yeah, down yeah, down the little agility obstacle thing, down in that yep. little pit. Always north, but then the shortcuts, like those little portals that spawn, I go to the south. No, I go to the north still. Yeah, I did for like the first hour of the first day, and I was like, okay, fuck the north side. We're going south. On the portals, stay on the north. So I was like the most hipster ever, because most people would only choose one side, but I would choose both. You know, I I always go north, and I don't know if it's just because like, um, I have a thing for like left because yeah. I'm a lefty, so I I tend to gravitate gravitate a lot to like anything on the left because of that. Mm. Um, and north is also super comfortable because it's like I don't know. I feel like it's like the strongest point. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe that's it, but the way I have my camera tilted, north is to the left of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like west. So I feel like it c- feels comfortable in that sense because I don't change my screen the entire time when I do Guardians of the Rift. I always face that same direction. So I'll just keep going to the left side, which is always the north. And I just started like on stream one day saying like north side is for the cuties or something because we'd all be standing on the north side for whatever reason. And it just, like, became a thing. It'd be like, okay, well, like, cuties on the north. And I pretty much, like, always say it every single time. So what about why. what about winter, Todd? Are you east side, B side, or west side, best side? Uh, I'm trying to think like when of, you enter uh, into I'm, Guardians I'm the of the Rift, do you take the a left, left or a right? A left. So you're on wait, the wait, west wait, side. Wait, 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 You're talking about winter, Todd, right? Yeah, now, when right? you're entering okay. winter, Todd, you're yeah. facing north. Like, where do you yes. go, left or right? I go west. I'm west. Okay, you're west side? West side, best that side. That is actually the truth though it is west side best side yeah but for years i did east side b side because i just you let the community influence didn't you the no, 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 no 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 i was always <laughs> east side b side and people would tell me oh west side best side i'm like shut the fuck up east side b side but then i started doing solos and the reason west side is actually the best side for those that are still curious and still think east side's b side is because when your dude runs to the brazier, he paths toward the pyromancer. So now he's so. If you are imagining the east side, you know how you path to the corner right next to the railing in the brazier, and, yeah. you're, and you're two tiles away from the pyromancer. When yeah. you're doing the healing technique method, you want to be exactly adjacent to the pyromancer, so you can just heal him instantaneously without moving. Which oh. is why you do west side, best side. So you are correct, Nunu. It's west side, best side. I um definitely 100% thought about that the entire time. Haven't done a solo, but yep, that's exactly <laughs> no, no, no. what I and, and to be completely yep. honest, I would never shame anybody for not knowing that because it's truly, it's only real uses for the healing technique. And so I had to, I was trying to like stick to my ground, stick to my like, you know, beliefs of going east side, but I just couldn't fucking do it. I'm like, this is just inefficient. This is bad. Deep down inside, you knew like what was really good. Yeah. I mean, I will be honest, the camera angling of east side looks nicer in my opinion. But yeah, it's still still west side's better. <laughs> okay. Duan Yi, if I'm pronouncing that right, asks, how would you describe OSRS's art style? And if you could change something about it, what would it be? Um, the OSRS art style to me is like geometric shapes thrown together in medieval format. That's like the best way I can fucking explain it. It's literally just like shapes put together. You know, like those really old 
areas that were made in like 2003 2004 just those like really ancient places like the fisher's realm you know what i'm talking about yeah. where like yeah. the doors look super medieval and super pixelated and Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, I love that. That's the best part of the fucking yeah. game. I love that, and I actually wish they had stayed true to that instead of making things more cartoony. Like, for example, the Perifinus trees. You know how they're more like Toontown trees now, rather than the like the Lumbridge forest trees that are all kind of see through a little bit or more. I don't I, know. I know. I know what you're talking about yeah. with the like the Lumbridge see through. I can't think of the other one though. The, but the I more know what, flat I... cartoon. They're like the... F- you ever been to like uh, Nate is Not and you see those Arctic pines that just look like oh, clay. Okay, yes. It looks like yeah. clay leaves, like yeah. just big... I don't know. Yeah. Like you could sculpt them in clay, but yeah. I, I love that OG feel to the game. Same. Like I I wouldn't change anything about it, like genuinely. I don't even play um, HD me neither. because... Yeah, I... Well, first of all, I feel like it slows me down it on does. certain like things. Yeah, Frames and, just um, get shitty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Especially when you're trying to do, like, CG and, like, demonic gorillas. Like, no. Yeah. Um, but then another thing is that it it does look super nice. It's actually so much nicer than I thought it was, would be. Because I don't know what I thought I would think it would look like beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but after it came out, I definitely feel like, yeah, the graphics are super nice. But there's just... It's still not, like, original enough. Like, yeah. No, HD, you know. I'm not going to lie. It looks fantastic. If there was, a- If there was absolutely no frame dropping whatsoever, and I could just yeah. have, like, peak performance as well, yeah. I would actually consider it, but I wouldn't choose, like, the environmental darkness. I feel like some people play on way too dark of a HD where things are just, like, super dark, which kind of yeah. feels cool, like you're in the environment, but I don't like that. I like the brightness. I feel like I have a hard time. Like, I would have a hard time seeing it at times. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just couldn't adjust well and see it well. But I used it for a little bit. And then I think I started doing demonic gorillas. And that area is already super gippy in general. Mm-hmm. And and I went back. I think, though, if I wanted to take, like, a nice picture of, like, my character or something for, like, a screenshot, like, maybe switching over to HD, like, and getting, like, an HD photo is, like, nicer than maybe the regular but I don't know. I, it's just I really love everything that's old school about old school. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree. Okay, Gunslinger asks, "How do you stay sane and also uh, active, or how do you stay sane and are also active on Twitter?" Or, oh. he he worded it differently, but I don't think it. He I get the way he words it is how do you stay sane and also actively be on Twitter? Okay, he actually did make full sense. I just missed a I Yeah, yeah, no. I'm just a fucking I totally idiot. get what he's saying. No. He saying. he said it perfectly. I just fucking butchered that. Go ahead. <laughs> um How do I stay sane? Man. I just try to like ignore shit. Like it, it, for me it's like all about the memes and like the lulls and just like when it's serious conversation like being true to myself you know what i mean like like if i if i think what i think like i'm sticking to it Mm -hmm. i i I don't know i try not to like take like the shit that's said to me like too hard um because like otherwise i would just let everything fucking bother me but um i don't know twitter's just so fucking fun i just sit there at work and i just tweet (laughs) 
I don't know why I'm so fucking active on Twitter. I am. I don't know how the fuck I stay sane because it's so disgusting sometimes, you know? (laughs) But it's just so fun to just be, like, ridiculously stupid on it. I think, if anything, it actually keeps me sane sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I hang out on Twitter when I'm at work, which is... Don't tell my boss. Sorry, Jim. But um, tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Jim. I'm getting fucking paid to tweet redonkulous shit. (laughs) But I, I feel like in a way, um, yeah, like sometimes it definitely like makes me feel some type of way, but it's also like a platform that I kind of like release like my emotions sometimes when I'm feeling some type of way, like about the community or just something going on in my life. And I feel like that makes me feel better that I have a place to kind of um, get my voice out there and it's super nice because lots of times when i do tweet something like more on the sad end i get a lot of people dming me or commenting on it um with super like nice things so like while it could be super toxic it's also super wholesome at the same time yeah i agree with that i mean nothing inherently wrong with just being on twitter i mean obviously fucking working as well so it's like that's already one thing that a lot of nates on twitter don't yeah. already have going for them but yeah <laughs> okay bailey asks what are your hobbies outside your streaming life and how do you manage a busy schedule Ooh, yeah, what, um, what what hobbies do you have besides uh like art and osrs and streaming i'm like a really big fan of walking and like hiking and stuff like that i'll I have no problem like just taking a day trip, driving three hours up, going sightseeing like upstate New York and like driving back down later in the night, you know, for like another three, four hours. I love that. I love anything to do with like nature and just like the world because I just feel super cooped up sometimes um, being in like a four by four room doing the same thing over again and i just feel like the world is so beautiful and there's so many things out there that i want to see and right now i can't branch out too too far all the time but eventually i just really want to travel i mean i do a lot of like u.s traveling right now just because that's all i can afford to do and it's just like time wise with work what i can do but you know i went to maine the other day i did a three-day cross-country trip to Colorado with my cat. Let's um, fucking go. Yeah, it was three days there, hung out there for about a week, and then three days back. Um, and like stopping like every like 10 hours and stuff till I got there. And it was amazing. You know what I mean? It really was. I love getting to see other states and just hanging out and just seeing what the world has to offer. And eventually, I would really like to expand that to the whole world when I can get out of, you know, America. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah, it is cool getting a little bit older and a little bit just, I don't know, getting some of those, like, dogma beliefs out of your system because, like, I grew up religious as well and just, I don't know. I it's I guess everyone's different, but at least for me, that really affected how I saw the world mm-hmm. and, like, being free from that and realizing how beautiful the world is and just realizing how beautiful it is to just be a human and being alive and, like, not knowing why it's like oh really yeah. ex- it's just like exciting and it just makes things all the more beautiful rather than thinking oh i know everything that's going to happen after this and i know everything it's like it's weird it's like it 
de- it defeats like the majest the, the the majesty of the universe you know what i mean yeah no i um when i had that panic attack that i told you about mm-hmm. um it really was eye opening for me because before that moment in my life i was very i'm a like i make a lot of like dark humor sometimes not as much anymore as i used to but i used to be very like jokey like kill myself in game by the way Mm -hmm. um like and i didn't mean it i would say like really morbid like dark things but i didn't feel that way like you know what i mean like i don't actually want to die you know i'm just being funny i'm being silly about it but i started to feel like you kind of internalize those words, whether you're joking about them or not. If you start to say it enough, you do start to kind of internalize that feeling. And I knew that that's not exactly how I felt. So I think that your mind with like your, like your mind can kind of tell when you're lying to yourself about things or when you're not, when you're being dishonest with yourself about things. Um, And I felt like I was being very dishonest, portraying, like, this morbid feeling to be silly. Because I am a morbid person for fun. But it was almost, like, too much for me. That it played into depression and anxiety. So I had to kind of, like, switch that up after I had my panic attack. After I realized I really didn't want to die. Because, like, a panic attack for me felt like I was actually going to die. Like, I, I... genuinely thought that that's what was going to happen to me and so i started to think like i really don't want this i don't like the way this like felt you know and i had to kind of change up that thinking and that mindset that i had because i really felt like it was genuinely playing a role in the anxiety that i was feeling and the depression that i was feeling and of course yeah i still deal with those kinds of like mental health issues but i feel like i'm realer to myself And I feel like I'm realer to other people when people talk to me about depression and how they're feeling and all of these things. And they're like, everything that is bad about the way they feel, I'm like, you have to think about the fact that you're here today and you get to live on this earth. And there's so fucking much like outside of your bubble that you're staying in, right? Mm -hmm. From like a, like a view, like just what, like physically, like looking at the world, you know what I mean? Like, like water mountains, like all these things. Right. And then like animals in the world. And then just like the idea of like humans interacting with humans and living and like the idea of love and just the evolution, you know what I mean? From being a baby to a teenager, like all of these things. And it's fucking amazing. And there's people in the world who would kill for this, who would kill to live. Right. Or, um, who would kill to have somebody that they've like lost in their lives be able to experience what you're experiencing? Um, it almost feels selfish to like hate your life, if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. Be- because it- it's like you are, you have like this fucking amazing gift and you're, y- you just don't see it. Yeah. And I, and I understand why they don't. I understand like that idea of like hating life and all these things. I'm just like, you literally have so something so beautiful in front of you. You just don't even realize you're not giving, like you're not using it to its like max potential. And I feel like if people can fix that mentality and that, that stuff that like makes them depressed, I think they'll be able to see like their purpose in life and like what makes them happy. And like just the true, the true, like, essence of like what life is and like could be should be you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's so weird because like lives are just so short 
in a yeah. way. Like your life is just such a sliver of like humanity, yeah. you know? And so it's really hard to eventually really see, like, because everyone sees life differently. Everyone, I mean, just imagine, like, when you think back 500 years ago, you just think, like, what, your imagination of what happened 500 years ago, just like, okay, like, there's peasants and there's farms and, like, people are kind of uneducated. Like, you really have no actual idea what was happening back then. It's just your interpretation, like, your imagination of, and, like, for example, like, signing the Declaration of Independence for, like, the, um, whatever it is, like, back, back in, like, uh, America's founding or whatever. Uh, you, yeah. In my imagination, I think, things went a certain way just because of things I've learned in history classes and, you know, research I've done and whatnot. But like, that was, that wasn't the case, you know, whatever I think wasn't actually the reality of it. It's just what my interpretation of it was. And so like your human mind just can't fully grasp things and it can't fully experience the true beauty of the world because you're just so limited. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it, it kind of sucks because obviously some people have, they're more pigeonholed, like they're more limited in what they see. Yeah, But, like, damn, if everyone could just, like, have that big awakening of just, like, damn, I'm alive yeah. right now. I can do whatever I want. I can change who I am. And I don't yeah. Know. And, I mean, like, we live in a world, like most of us do, where we're, like, free to, like, think for ourselves and, you know, do things for ourselves and be who we want to be. And that's just, like, not the case for everybody. Like, you know poverty exists and all of these like negative things in life exist and I'm not gonna say like you don't have it bad I don't know what your upbringing was I don't know what you went through and I'm sure that you had your battles the same way I had my own battles um we all do and we shouldn't minimize anybody's experience but like you have to at some point appreciate where you are lucky in life you know what I mean and I feel like the the idea of just being alive is like a blessing on its own because when I think about the idea of just like non-existence like you know like that weird feeling you get in your stomach if you think like what if nothing existed what if I didn't exist what if there was nothing it's fucking weird like it's creepy it's like uh, it makes you just like cringe and just feel oh like icky like I it gives me like anxiety it gives me panic and I apologize Mm -hmm. to anybody in chat who like maybe has like a phobia of this and yeah, this I just like triggered by it. I just triggered you triggered you a little bit. I'm sorry. But um like you know what I mean? Like if that bothers you, then you should appreciate the fact that you have life and that you're on this like world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like that's just not the case for everybody. People get their lives taken like at a super young age from sickness, from like trauma, you know, tragedy and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, you're so lucky to just even be alive, even if it's not the best situation you know somebody out there like has it worse and like i said it's not minimizing what happened to you by any means but you have to take those w's when you can and i feel like waking up in the morning is 100 percent a w Mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy and just weird how complicated life is and how much nuance and how gray everything is like there's Uh it's just like the world is so big like there's like literally billions of humans just wandering (laughs) like what the fuck it's so there's so much we don't understand too like about like everything you know what i mean we're just like 
in the grand, ske- grand scheme of things, like just these little fucking ants that <laughs> I know. are just like here right like, now, like and, of, and then like whatever. Think of like uh, an animal. Let's just even imagine an ant. Like clearly, they. I don't. I don't. I don't know the anatomy of an ant or anything, but like they clearly are communicating in some way and have some sort of purpose they're fulfilling in their life. And they're like, you know, building their little, they're like protecting their queen ant or whatever the fuck they're doing, you know, finding food. But it's like, that is their life. And they probably actually find, I mean, I, again, I have no idea if they are even aware of their existence or whatnot, but imagining if they were aware of what they're doing, just being like, oh, this is, you know, my life and like, whatever. And it's like, then you just bring it up a few, you know, scale it up and you now have a human and you're like, oh, well. I feel like I'm so important, yet I'm just doing the same routine shit every single day, and then I eventually die. It's like, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's so strange well, to think. That's why you have to make like the time that you are here so like purposeful and like valuable because it is short. It does go away. You know what I mean? So it's just like you could control what you can control. Don't fuss too much over the shit that you can't control or the stuff that has already passed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just try to like. I don't know. Just try to make every like moment of your day like now and going forward like something that's going to actually make you happy because I think the worst thing a person can go through and this happens like a lot to people when they get older is they f- have very unfulfilled lives. They feel like they didn't do anything in their life um and that makes them like so unhappy and I feel like that I would just hate that to like be at that point one day. I want to feel fulfilled, like, family-wise, love-wise, world experience, like, cultures, like, all this stuff. Like, I want to feel like I lived a fulfilling life so that when I am in my 70s, I don't have that, like, regret. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to see it. Was it, I think it was Bill Burr or something that I just mentioned, like, imagine... Or he he talked to like two different people on their deathbed, and one guy had just had a smile on his face, and he looked content with life. And then there was one guy that just said like, "I wasted so much time," and just like yeah. the, the difference of like having a fulfilling life, and then like being on your deathbed and realizing how much time you may have wasted, or just like didn't do the things you wanted to do, and like, damn, that like hit me deep. Of course. It's easy to, like, see those and, like, enjoy that moment of being, like, damn, like, okay, that was really motivating and inspiring. And then you just forget it, like, a few minutes later. But, like, truly yeah. is a good way to kind of see your ultimate vision. Like, what do you, what, where do you want to be on your deathbed? Like, like, what, what do you want to have had your life play out? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's why so many people are scared of the idea of death, including myself. I'm petrified of it because I feel like I haven't fulfilled my life yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's like that comes to that smiling or like being sad when yeah. you're like at that point. And I really hope that I can come to terms with the idea of death at some point in my life because I feel like I did what I needed to do. And I feel like I lived a good life and yeah. I put like good vibes, positivity, like all that into the world. And mm-hmm. yeah, like no regrets. Yeah. I mean, that's that's another like, this is kind of a weird like I listen to Lex Friedman who's like a podcaster who just interviews a bunch of people but like one thing he says is like and I know a lot of people say this but live today like it's your last you know like what would you do if it truly was your last day you know like what would you do yeah yeah no it's true I mean I think we take for granted like or we dismiss rather um all of these like little like things that we hear growing up like 
enjoy your childhood like you know what i mean like mm. do this do that because when you're this age or when this happens it's not going to be the same i feel like we genuinely we dismiss it so hard yeah and it's, then it's, it's like just impossible like impossible to realize these, it yeah. until you're that age yes yes <laughs> and it's like you're just like fuck like you were right you really do hit that point where you're just like they were fucking right about this yep. and you're just like shit like you you wish you could like have told yourself that yep your younger self that yeah Yeah, but it's it's just like no because you just have to grow on your own and figure it out on your own you know what i mean like i I will say that lots of times your fucking parents are right like i'm not gonna say all the time because like let me tell you like my my family's definitely not all the time not all the time (laughs) but there's like certain little things that like they really know you and they really do know what's best for you sometimes with certain like little things i'm not gonna say everything but i will admit my mom on many occasions i didn't want to listen to her and then a few years later i'm like you know what she was right about that you know yep yep absolutely i kind of like this point that we've kind of left off uh sort of like i kind of like where we're at right now so i want to ask my questions now so nunu where would you like to be or where where would you like to be or where do you see yourself in five years from now 2027 where do i see myself in 2027 yeah or where would you like to be what are your what's your vision i mean and it doesn't have to be specifics necessarily it could be like i don't know maybe some things you did achieve in that time or maybe like just how you're feeling or like i don't know yeah nothing specific i I feel like i would want to be in a in a place like mentally where I'm like very happy and that's a very basic answer um but it's just honestly the truth um I would like to have my first kid in the next five years because I'm 29 and I want to have two kids before I'm like 35 so I really (laughs) would like to have like a family um by that time so we'll see how that goes and I think from like thinking about like jobs or stuff i would have liked to do something with my master's degree i've purposely put off um doing something within my field of education just because of covid covid kind of like messed up my um like my experience there are certain experiences i should have gotten that were hands-on that i couldn't get with like student teaching because of covid and everything and that's Mm. what's kind of like held me back you know um you know, having a mortgage and everything, you can't just like necessarily become a substitute or a, a teacher assistant and make like lower amount of money. You know what I mean? Like they don't necessarily always get paid super well. So yeah. that's very hard to have to think about the fact that I have like all these responsibilities I need to take care of. And that's why I can't do something. If money wasn't an issue, you know, I, I would already be like a teacher, but I really would like to get into some form of like education and like being with students whether it's in a building as a teacher as an assistant or like as my own like tutor like having my own business I feel like it would be super super fun to like be a full-time slash part-time streamer and then also like have my own like tutoring business on the side um 
I feel like that would be super, super fun. And I could have like, I could make my own schedule. Like I want to be able to like make my own schedule, not have this. I don't have a nine to five. I have a 7.30 to 3.30, but you know what I mean? Breaking that Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3.30 and really being able to just like do what I want, make my own schedule, pack my own days and not really have to worry Answer too, to too somebody much. Or yeah. Like, yeah. It would be truly beautiful to be able to kind of have more control of my days than I do right now. That's cool. That's some good yeah. goals. Thanks. Okay. Well, I need to ask Nunu for three shout outs now from the community. Anybody could be viewers, streamers, con or, uh, players, uh, JMOD, like it's any, anybody in the community basically. Mm. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. My number one will be iCherry. iCherry E. Hell yeah. Um, I love Cherry, honestly. He's a really good friend. He's super fucking funny. Yeah. I feel like we bounce off each other. Like, we just have, like, that same level of energy of, like, goofy, sexual, like, because I know I'm a very, like, sexually natured person for fun. And, and he just, like, he's in that. Like, he gets that yeah. um, way more than me. But, um, and I think he's definitely an amazing content creator. He really works fucking hard at what he does. And I really just, like, hope he, like, becomes successful. I think he should be partnered one day. Um, yeah, so that's one person I definitely really want to shout out in the community for being just an overall positive person in my life. Uh, there's another streamer named Iron Rhapsody. Uh, he's another small streamer. And I've just kind of, like, known him from the get-go He's got good content. He's entertaining to watch. Really, really fucking wholesome person. Again, like, I feel like a lot of us, like, in the smaller community, like, we have a lot of the same viewers. We tend to, like, kind of, like, be in the same circle. And I just really, like, love that small little tight, like, community that we kind of have as smaller streamers. And Brandon is one of those people. So I would definitely check out Iron Rhapsody as well. Um, because, like I said, super wholesome, nice. Love the it. opposite of the opposite of Cherry, not like se he, a little <laughs> sexual, but like uh, you know, a little more low key to him. If you don't want as much comedy, yeah. <laughs> um, and then a third person. I don't feel like they stream as much as they used to. Um, but her name is Yeet Greet, mm -hmm. and uh, she's a female. For, you know, those of you guys who want to know. <laughs> she is, like, the epitome of just, like, an amazing person, an amazing friend. And she doesn't live, like, on the same, you know, like, country as me or anything. But she's probably, like, the number one person I would, like, love to meet in the world. Because when I... I don't know. She, she always was, like, super, like, open to being friends with me. And just, like, just a warm presence overall. Like... It was very hard when I was trying to kind of get into, like, the girl community. Um, it, I feel like it's so hard sometimes, like, girls becoming friends with girls. I don't know why it's weird like that. It just feels weird sometimes. And when I felt like I was having a hard time, like, assimilating into, like, hanging out with girls and talking to the girl gamers in, like, the RuneScape community, I always felt like she was just 
a person who was super inviting and super warm and just always responded and we've become super good friends and i really just like love the fuck out of her she's amazing hell yeah great three shout outs i love it new new we've been talking for four hours isn't that crazy holy and that just fly right. by you got it you got a knack for this <laughs> <laughs> it just flies by every fucking time i don't know how <laughs> the only time i'm noticing the time is when i have to pee <laughs> like for the five minutes before i have to be i'm like oh shit like how long but generally i'm just like i'm not even looking at anything i'm just enjoying the conversation so uh oh yeah i had a really fun night tonight thank you very much for your time and uh guys if you enjoyed new news presence and you would like to watch more of potentially her stream by the way do you do youtube new new i don't i feel like i've always thought about it you should do it. You should really do it. Like, listen, listen. It's like you can make whatever you want. That's like the true beauty of it. Like you could do what – it doesn't even have to be RuneScape. Like it, it could. I mean that would be probably good because your community is kind of already aware of that. But you could just do anything, like anything you're passionate about. And I think uh, – I always try to encourage my guests that aren't doing YouTube to do it because I've really found a lot of enjoyment out of it just as a project doing things. yeah. I feel like it would be interesting to do, like, uh, like some ferret stuff. Cause I feel like so many people ask me que- so many people ask me questions about, like, ferrets and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like, like, tutorials or just, like, how I do things. You know what I mean? I think that would be fun, One Direction. I've also wanted to do something with tutoring, um, with, like, education mm-hmm. for, like, parents. So that um, parents have an easier time, like, understanding what their children are learning in school. Because the content like the curriculum has changed so i feel like that would be one direction um in an education standpoint that would be super cool or just like one thing i always joke around about is like like shitty like you know how it's like runescape for dummies like something like that you know what i mean but like it would just be so fucking redonkulous like the stupidest ways to do things in game like how to make gp in game and it would just be the worst fucking ways just an absolute troll of an account just with all the like everything i thought i knew when i was like a younger player you know earlier in the game and that was so inefficient and then i learned like this is the worst way to do it like i don't know if a lot of people know this or not but when i first started playing runescape um my money making method was the lumbridge swamps the giant frog legs if you oh, kill God. them and you sell the giant frog legs for like 1k a piece at like the grand fucking tree <laughs> <laughs> and like i have people who come to my chat who are like literally like my founders and they came to my stream because of these fucking like because of this money making method i was fucking doing and they still come around to this day but like it's just pure innocence and it's so silly but it's so fucking funny it's it's like it's just great the world's literally just like youtube i mean youtube content is so open like you can do anything you could just make a new thing that hasn't even been done like i love i love my rambles i love my save cast because it's just exactly what i want to do i just want to talk i don't want to fucking have to put in a bunch of effort i do with some videos i put in a bunch of effort and i try to edit but like that's not what i enjoy i enjoy just fucking talking yeah so and yeah no, I, I don't know i would encourage it but guys maybe down in the description new news twitch will be down there your twitter would you like anything else linked down there um no just all my socials are new new with like two u's minus my twitch unless you want to end up like 
Nunu Nell's like the rapper. <laughs> oh yeah, there, you, there, you there, showed there's that a rapper. On stream once, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, there's a Nunu Nell's rapper. I did not know that she existed before I made the username. So she has all the handles except for Twitch. So one day I'm gonna get money out of her. Oh yeah, she wants to be a Twitch streamer. Oh yeah, I got, I got you, Nunu Nell's. Fuck yeah. What one mil? <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, go drop her a follow. Uh, and, guys, if you guys would like to support the Sebe cast for $2 a month, there's a Patreon link down in the description, and you'll get your name on the title screens for future uh, casts, obviously. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. So, Nunu, much love. Thank you very much again. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, have a great night, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.